<laughs> Fire farts always funny. <laughs> Motorcycles and Misfits, coming to you from the Recycle Garage here in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Hey everyone, this is Liza, and I now have my, my post-Vintage Days voice. My voice has come back. Yeah, you don't have rally voice. Is, I don't have rally voice. <laughs> As uh, Phil's wife says. Oh, I did have, yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, oh, you got rally voice. Yeah, you guys, we met Merritt, Phil's wife, and she's real she and exists. she's hot. Yeah. She's pretty awesome. Well, I've seen dude. pictures. She's hotter in yeah. person. I'm sure. Yeah, and she's very flexible and, and hot. First of all, Ooh, those wow. two are great together. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's it's funny watching like a dynamic duo team doing dynamic duo team things. All right, and I think John, you, you check your mic, John. Check. Okay, we're good. Hey, everyone. As I said, this is Liza. We're a little punchy. We're spread out all over. We've been doing things. Mm. So let's get to who is here. And joining me, uh, oh, you don't look. Oh, no, yeah. He's a little sweat ball. It's Stumpy John. Hey, everybody. How are you? <laughs> Love the one you're with. <laughs> On the- I really like that bike, man. Oh, yeah. The- yeah, that's cool. Thanks. Yeah, the XTT twenty five. It's a little taller it's now, cool though. It's, it's funny. a cool bike. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. All and right. on the classy girl couch, not all by himself because he does have little the Chihuahua with him. Mm-hmm. It's oh. knock. What's up, you dumb bitch? <laughs> You're not talking to little, are you? <laughs> That's but what no, you say when you meet not. little love. Meet you. your date's mom, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I should have pulled that out later. Wow, this is horrible. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was something I got for my birthday. This is so not you, though. Uh-huh. Well, I also got a Evil Knievel poster, so that that makes up for it. Well, I mean, it's representative. <clears throat> There's, like, cut and uncut versions. And <laughs> circumcised and uncircumcised versions? I is that so. Also, for my birthday, thanks to Shana Michelle, I got a... It's a tin of this goop. And it's it's a it's a dough and it's dill flavored. Mm. It's mm. dill dough. Oh, um, yummy! Oh, yeah. <laughs> is that a real is that a real thing? Or are you trying to be funny? No, I got it in the other room. Mm. I got dill dough. I don't believe you. I will show when you. When you wanna and taking <laughs> taking advantage of the seat near the open window, yes. but remember to pass all open windows. It's naked gym. Hey, relax. Just do it. That's what my my thing is. Mm. Also, me and Mike started a new motorcycle club in the mountains the other weekend. Oh, I see what you're going to do. What's it called? I want to. I want. It's know. called the return. Sure, sure, you did. The return to Cinder MC. <laughs> <laughs> and our motto, our motto is proper fucked. <laughs> That's return your motto. To sender. From the Brad Pitt movie, proper does it, fucked. Does it involve a, a, a CRF 250 with a busted subframe? <laughs> it just involves us sending it and being returned to Cinder. <laughs> <laughs> proper fucked. Oh God! Still doing the what introduction. Is the Germans get here? Yeah, exactly. And there he is, joining us from the safety of his own home. It's Douglas. Yeah. Ah. Wow. Whoa. Wow. And then the internet went out. Doug turned um, into dubstep for. No, that's what he's doing. He disappeared. And then, lastly, is somebody very special. In fact, I want to congratulate 
um, this person and induct them into this very special club that only a few of us are members of. He's a real G. Bagel, I want to welcome you to the Chalet, Custer Chalet Club. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, Thank you. Yes. What are the qualifications? They got you on video, too, huh? You have to go stay at the Chalet in Custer, South Dakota. Oh, nice, dude. Hell yeah. Yes. Uh, Jim and John and I and now Bagel have all stayed there. Mm. All right. But please, call me. Sorry Sorry about that. (laughs) But please, call me Bagel 2000. (laughs) (laughs) B2K. B2K, son. Hell yeah. B2K. Dude. So um, let's just start with what went on in the shop today. Because, John, you ran the shop today. I took the bullet. You did. You stepped up. <laughs> Jim poor, came by and gave me the man. finger. He didn't think he gave me the finger, but he did. <laughs> that was you? Yeah. I thought, <laughs> it was all the way from the street. Uh, I thought it was Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy told me he no, saw he you, too. too. Oh, is that right? Yes. Okay. Jeremy's like, I think I saw Jim on his black Africa twin. He gave me the finger. Yeah, that was me. And he's waving. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, did you get anything down in the garage today? Uh, yeah, we got some. I mean, Cooper came down and worked on his uh, piece of... <laughs> Ducati that he bought for five hundred dollars, which oh. is not even worth five hundred. Dude, it's five hundred bucks. It's a five hundred dollar Ducati. It's a fifty thousand mile Ducati. hasn't ran in two years. Oh it's just, well, it's, it's gonna need stuff. Yeah, sure. it's yeah. gonna need like, a, more than it's worth. It's a five hundred dollar finger taker offer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I like it? exposed belts though. It looks pretty neat. So he worked on that, and then uh, young a young uh, young lady uh, named. Uh, Shoot, I forgot her name. Ellie came yeah. through, mm-hmm. and uh, she had a really. Oh, Ellie was here today. Yeah, she had a super nice uh, 250 um, Rebel, super the clean. Rebel, yeah. yeah, and uh, needed some just adjustments. Needed her rear shocks adjusted, and needed uh, some adjustments on her handlebars. So we were happy to do that. Nice. It was easy for me to do. And I worked on my own bike. I worked on a little XT 225. I put a yeah. I put a rear shock on it. That I helped. saw the uh, the old shock out there. Man. Yeah, hell yeah. How does it feel? Oh, it's like a world of difference. It's yeah. taller now, and it's just awesome. less um, bottomed out. Nice. So I'm gonna do the uh, springs next week. Hell yeah. So, yeah, you're gonna ride that thing around. You're gonna start noticing. Oh yeah, the front needs to really get done. Yeah. Like it highlights the. Uh... <laughs> Took me four months to get the parts. Oh really? Insane. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. it from? Where did you? Where those parts come from? They had everything came from Europe. I couldn't find anything in the U.S. Yeah, so the shock is a Hagon. Right. It came from Hagon? Britain and the other. And the it's a cogent front end. But for some reason, I had to order it through. Oh, that's crazy supply chain it's real i mean yeah. i've yeah. seen all sorts of other stuff i'm turning to ebay again because sometimes ebay guys yeah. have like, like i've been looking for stuff and oh goody ebay dude in wisconsin has it you know yeah Did phil you... was telling us the problem is there's a lot of time shipping now too because there's mm-hmm. not enough truckers to carry yeah. stuff so uh, <clears throat> yeah i gotta say i work in the tire business and trying to get tires delivered with trucks it's completely fucked up right now yeah. like i got people waiting for tires and yeah, the entire trucking industry is, is, I don't know, it's messed up. Yep. Everything is. But that didn't stop uh, somebody in this room from getting a new bike this mm, weekend, yeah. which yeah. everyone is excited yeah. about. You would think you got yes. that thing helicoptered in. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah. So, Jim, what'd you get? Uh, so, I finally stepped up and got a big boy dirt bike, and I got the 2022 crf wow. it's from the future rl from the future mm. all right so they're, they're mixing the r and the l now <clears throat> yes yes so that's going to confuse a lot of honda heads so explain rl 
So uh, I guess Honda felt the need to differentiate it a little bit uh, because it was just such a badass. They couldn't just call it an L. So they started with an RL. So there's really not much of a difference. It's still, you know, basically a competition based bike um, with turn signals on it. The only difference really from the two bikes is they fine tune the ECU and the fuel injection a little bit more. And then they did some things to quiet it down, some things to the swing arm. Um, some little bit like rubber sh- stuff on the rear sprocket. So some neat things to quiet it down. Oh, yeah. But, you were but basically, s- same bike with better fuel injection. You were so stoked even just looking at the welds on the license plate bracket. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. You know, <laughs> like, well, if Emma was here, we talk, you know, they make these in Japan. So, you know, it's one of their flagship, one of their flagship bikes. And you look at the welds on the thing. And that was one of the things I noticed because it has this big kind of, you know, license plate holder like yeah. dual, dual sports do from the... From well, it's the, aluminum. Yeah. Is it aluminum? But the yeah. welds oh, shit. were so well done and mm-hmm. so burly on the license plate holder. I was like, holy moly. But you look at the, I mean, it's a competition R, you know, frame, dual yeah. spar frame, whatever. Um, uh, but the whole, the quality of the bike's a whole different level than the, than the CRF 250L rally that I've been riding. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah. Well, I can't yeah. wait to see it. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I've got it in the shed and covered. <laughs> so you're saying it's like less than, <laughs> me you just, either. <laughs> you just got it, got it. There's like less than 600 miles on it before breaking and all that. Literally, stuff. I got it with two miles on it. So it's the first uh, motorcycle I've bought new, mm-hmm. right? Which is really kind of cool. You've uh, bought practically new bikes I've before. Eighty-seven miles. Yeah, I right. bought that was at the uh, the 250. But um, yeah, and I got it uh, down in Gilroy, Gilroy Motorcycle Center. Yeah, and those guys are killing it this this season. First experience with them, and I'll, and just shout out. I didn't really think about it, but uh, John down there, great service, uh, prompt. They got a ton of bikes down there at the mm-hmm. moment. I guess in the springtime, like a lot of guys had some problems, but not right now. So Gilroy, not Hollister. Gilroy, okay, yeah, that's yeah, expanded what's, too. What's the MSRP on that bike? Nine 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 nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So about, it was, uh, I want to say, eleven five ish out the door. That's about like the gun rate for a performance oriented dirt bike uh, dual sport these days, especially in that um, displacement size. Yeah, unless you step up to the European stuff, and then you're going, you know, you know, a lot more. Yeah. Well, and why did you feel the need for this? Oh, bike? right. So this went back and because. Forth. Yeah. Because. <laughs> because. Fuck you, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, when I went with Mike last weekend. Um, we were up in the Sierras for four days and great riding. We were riding through burned out, uh, national forest. Um, yeah. Creek fire, 380,000 acres, uh, by, uh, Lake Huntington. But anyway, it was us and Justin, they were on the European 500s and I was on the 250 and there was some real sandy loamy stuff, basically a combination of sand and burned forest floor. It was like a gray Mm -hmm. loamy ash. And like, if you put your kickstand in it, your kickstand would just go as far as it, it would go. So anyway, they were able to kind of like oh, muscle up this real loose stuff until you got to some rock and then get up to this beautiful outcropping. And I got like a third of the way up and the wheel just buried in the little 250 just Aww. had no gas at all. So, yeah, yeah, it's a lot more fun on top of the cliff yeah. than the dude down at the bottom. Having <laughs> up. Um, I want to give you some credit, if mm. I may. Um, a lot of people, um, they buy a bike that they think is cool or that really surpasses their abilities. You've been very smart in your motorcycle purchase purchases career. You started with a 250 Nighthawk and then worked your way up to, you know, big you know leader mm-hmm. bikes. But you started with a 250, agree. and then on the dirt bike you started with a 250 until you outgrew it. Until your ability outgrew the bike you were riding, and then you jumped up. And that's really, I think, smart. That was a 230, though, wasn't it? 
The TTR, TTR right? TTR, TTR two thirty. That was the one I had for the kids. Mm-hmm. I had that KLX uh, two fifty two. Oh, uh, okay. When okay. I smoked in Hollister. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah I don't right. know. It, it's either that or being chicken. I, <laughs> I think it's as much, <laughs> no, as, much I, of one as the other. No, I think you did. You really did it the right way. You should really outgrow your bike's ability before you move up. Yeah. To a bigger bike, because you're getting yeah. your money's worth. <laughs> yeah. Out well, of I, these bikes. I did that. That 250 uh, rally, man. It, it was like the Merkin. You know, it might be little, but it covered a lot of ground. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's only got a guy less than 8,000 miles, yeah. but uh, they're all dual sport, right, Liza? We rode in. Shoot, my 250, I, I don't think I broke 1,000 miles on it before I had to sell it. And then it got broken. And it got broken. Uh, but yeah, we rode all over. I've ridden a ton in the desert, too, on that bike. So it definitely was, you know. Well, here's the crazy thing. It's yet to be proved, proven, mm. but how much did you pay for your 250 rally? Five grand out the door. How much are you listing it for sale now? Five grand. Yeah. You could totally get it. Yeah. Yes. It's fucked up. So yeah, check it out. Totally I was talking it. to the guys at the motorcycle shop. And again, the guys Gilroy were awesome. They had the bike. I told them I'm just going to come do it. They already had the bike prepped and everything real easy to deal with. Help yeah. me load it. Um, they said they're seen online. Guys are buying new bikes from them and flipping them on Craigslist and making money. Wow. What? That's yeah. Wild. What? Yeah. Like brand new bikes? Brand new bikes. Yep. Flipping brand new bikes. Well, that's why they I switched on this one because shit. it was the only one I could find close by. And when I talked to him, he goes, yeah, we had four and uh, this is the last one. And that's our allotment for the year. So That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's a hot market for sure. So yeah, I'll do I'll do okay. And I'm, the FC FC six is finally going up for sale. So yeah, well, when um, I was watching uh, on YouTube SRK Cycles and Sean was, he's like, I'm gonna stop at this shop. There's a bike I've been looking for. It's really hard to find. I called around for 100 miles. No one had it, and I found this one shop that said, Yeah, a guy uh, had us order it. Never came in to get it. If you can come here right now, it's all yours. And he shows up, and it's a, a Honda Hunter Cub. 125 and i'm like this is the unobtainium so phil had one in ohio that we got to ride which was decked out with every farkle every guard basket holder roto pack everything i mean it looked really uh, cool 2k (laughs) worth of upgrades just like aesthetic upgrades with like foot pegs and fucking uh bungee attachment bungs and shit like (laughs) no it looks really cool but i won't say that it was like an amazing bike to ride no. Which is why it's so crazy that the, the bikes are so unobtainium. But congratulations yeah, on your new exciting. bike. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm stoked. You know what was cool, too? Yeah, that's th- right, dude. Yeah, when I was there, um, I got to go back and talk to the tech who was setting the bike up. You know, the seat was off, and he was going through dotting all the stuff and dotting the bolts. So it was nice to chat with him, and that way he kind of put a face to name and mm-hmm. told him, you know, hey, we're going to get a podium with this one, right? And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, oh, man. But, so so, so how, many, how many bikes do you have now, Jim? Well, I'm narrowing it down to. Um, are you counting with? Are you counting with engines? Well, no, no, no. Well, bike's a bike. Well, I'm blowing the FC6 and the uh, the CRF2, the CRF two fifty should be out the door this week. So after those, the bikes will really be the Africa Twin, CRF four fifty, and then um, F1. my FC one. And, 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 and the Ascot. TTR-125. And, and the Ascot project bike. And, the and then the yep. Ascot-125 for fucking around and on then, the track. And then, and then. No, I sold I sold the 225 <laughs> to Mike's friend. So yeah. the okay. loader bike is is in someone else's hands. And see, I completely right. support that. That's kind of my thing. Like, every bike has to have a separate function, you know, a purpose yeah. that mm-hmm. be different. True. And as long as you can maintain them and, and need them, I, that's very smart. Well, I want to talk about 
the big thing that we did uh, last weekend. So Knock, John, and Bagel and I all went to Ohio for AMA Vintage Days. Ohio. Yep. Knock, how many have you Sorry, been to guys. now? I'm having this technical difficulties. I'm going to let you guys tell this story and I'll be back with you. Okay. okay. I think this is I have no video time. or anything. All okay. right. See you, Doug. Yeah, we can so, see you though. I'll be back. Thank you. So how many have you been to, Knock? This is my third. So was this the best? This was undoubtedly the best one. There it is. I mean, the way Doc yeah. looks on the couch, he's looking very Ohio at the moment. He just looks, he's got it the way yeah, he's holding his beverage and <laughs> kind of hanging. He's and looking, yeah. Bagel, how many have you been to? Uh, this would be my third as well. And would you say this was the best? I think this is, the, the very first one I went to was was pretty damn good, but but yeah, this one this one was, I think, just, uh, it was, it was, Bigger than than any, any of the ones we had before, wilder than any of the ones we had before. Mm-hmm. It was just, it it was superior, yes. And I'll agree. I thought it was the best. And John, it was your first, so it's we the know. best one I've ever been to. <laughs> best one you've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, um, uh, it was peak uh, motorcycle energy, I think, as far as uh, Ohio goes or something. You know? So here's the a little behind the scenes for the AMA Vintage Days, which we've talked about so much. Phil at Cleveland Moto talked so much. They could not commit to this. They could not schedule things, plan things until COVID restrictions lifted. Mm-hmm. So it was basically about two, three months ago they started planning this event. Short-staffed, low on resources, and they managed to pull it together. Um, it grew bigger than they expected. In fact, everyone was saying, even though the numbers weren't in, largest attendance they've ever had. So there's a lot of potential for it to be kind of out of control or to grow too fast and them not to have the resources. But I just want to say AMA did an amazing job. They killed it this year. They killed it. There were less like vendors on the infield, but um, the swap meet was full. There were less test rides than before. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Royal Enfield and, and Honda were there. There was less of stuff, but it was filled in by – the people having fun and um i'm trying to think like did they have more trail riding area because it seems like i didn't even know that was there there were sections that were just completely crazy and fucked up and like i don't think i've ever seen before i there was whole section there's Mm -hmm. a world of trail riding in the back of the track that i discovered for the first time including a Widowmaker Hill Climb, which we'll yeah. get to later. I love oh, the yeah. fact that, that you guys hyped up this trip so much leading up to it, and then it still surpassed any oh, yeah. expectation of how oh, awesome well, AMA can I'll, be. I'll tell you why. Like I was saying, the people there, um, everybody, and I think we all agreed, it could have been a shit show. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. This mm-hmm. was a self-governed <laughs> utopia. <laughs> right? It's the man of even the, even the, the shitters man. were cooperating. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, that was one thing. The 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 honey trucks came around more frequently, yeah. so that was they good. Did, they did great. They did great. Um, there was, uh, I mean, the barrel racing was yeah. off the hook. So, John, John, did you do any barrel racing? Oh, I did. Yes. What was what was your <laughs> weapons of choice? Uh, what did I ride? I think so I the, rode the little SR. The, the SSR. SSR 125. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, that, he was cackling. I bet you were oh, killing that it. That thing is so much fun. <laughs> How was the dirt? Oh, yeah. Was it wet? Well, he, no, it... here's the deal. When we got there, so thanks to Phil, 
He figured out a trick. If you get a $100 um, swap meet spot, you get oh, to... You probably shouldn't say this. Then. No, he figured, no, he figured out the trick. <laughs> he had a swap meet spot. You get to get in early to set it up. Nice. Yep. Um, and because we were there doing things, I was running film festival, stuff like that, we got to get in early and stake our spots. And the mm-hmm. AMA had saved some spots for us. Pulled so the, uh, the we old... got in there before the, the masses, <laughs> yeah, we right? We pulled the old, uh, do you know who I am routine? We did. <laughs> do you know who I am? Um, it was all green, lush grass. The campgrounds, yeah, yeah, nice. the barrel awesome. racing yeah. area, everything was lush green grass. It's beautiful country. Then it got tilled. Uh, yeah. It got tilled, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. even like where they did the motocross track, they didn't do that till Saturday night. They went out there with a bulldozer and dozed yeah, it just, and made it out of a, just, just a big green a field. Mm-hmm. Just suddenly. That's awesome. It was there. But um, so when John what first. Was that baseball movie? Don't they build a yeah. thing overnight? <laughs> yeah, build it and they come. Um, John was <laughs> out there just on nice grass. And then by that night, as more and more people, like when John hit it, it was him and a bunch of little kids. <laughs> and so he was oh, just cackling the, the having raptor, fun. The Raptor kids. They beat me. Oh, my God. No, oh, the, we'll talk they, about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll get to them. Um. But then as more and more people getting out there, it was really wearing it down. And then it started making all the furrows in the corners and mm, made it like nice. this legit real track, which for people who are going out there on um, go-karts or something, like they were flipping them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They weren't sliding But that's well. the thing, too. There were so many <clears throat> close calls, <laughs> yeah. but no accidents. That could be almost a motto for vintage days. So close. So many close calls. Um, another thing that they did new this year that I really liked on Friday night, um, because it's the 50th anniversary of On Any Sunday, they had a pop-up big screen in a field over by the entrance, so near mm-hmm. the motocross track. And um, They just with, forgot the Viagra. Yeah, so they, well, we'll get to that. they had one of those inflatable um, screens and then a sound system. And Todd Huffman, who came on our show, he was there uh, with the Mitchell brothers. They're producing it and going into the theaters. And so we were hanging out with them, mm-hmm. which was really cool. And all these people came out on their bikes and just sat down on blankets mm-hmm. in the field and were yeah, watching the movie. And then the breaker went, and the whole screen flattened. And says, we're sitting with the guys who are running it. We like see Todd get up and run over to the screen. And I'm like, you know, it's probably this, it's probably that. He gets it going, gets the screen up, but when the breaker went, it knocked out his file on his computer and the audio went. Yeah. Yeah, So he kept trying to play it and it's like audio in and out and he's sweating bullets. This is when I'm like, well, I better help. So I go running Liza back there. Liza over here like, I'm going to go save I, I the day. I better take over. I, you know. <laughs> That's not at all like Liza. <laughs> you know it is. Um, I'll my dick around a little bit. <laughs> hey, I held a flashlight, okay? Um, Close enough. But Todd was smart enough that he had a, a backup DVD that he put in. And we got the film going again. And everyone nice. goes back. And it's like, cool. All right, we're back in. And it's going. It's going to go about another 20 minutes. And like, boom. Goes down and then, then, like everyone aborted mission at this point. They just all oh. got up and started leaving. So we never even finished oh, it. But it was a great moment of everyone sitting out in the field. Yeah. And I think that that will be a, a hopefully a new tradition of doing a movie um, out great. there. <clears throat> it was really nice. Sounds awesome. Um, let's talk about uh, our, I think, everybody's nemesis the Unicorn Girls. Oh, the Unicorn Girls. <laughs> <laughs> 
They were menacing. They were scary. They were Very awesome. scary. Have you ever seen an infant kickstart a dirt bike? You can at Vintage Days. <laughs> if you ever been run off the road by four girls on a, one single dirt bike, you can, you can do that. There days. were four girls. Apparently, they're a family, and they also had a little brother there. I want to say the age range was like... I'm saying like 12 to 6. Yeah, like 6 something to like 12, yeah, maybe yeah. 6 to 11, something like that. They didn't give a fuck, dude. It was they awesome. they did. And they so were good. all wearing matching... They were like bicycle helmets with unicorns oh, on top, awesome. right? Right, it's like a, it's like and a mohawk. They it's had a like a unicorn. They had a golf cart, and they were running people off the road in their golf carts. Yeah, they they yeah. all had um, like little dirt bikes, and they were knocking people off the track. Like they're riding in short shorts and vans, mm-hmm. and they were hauling they were like- ass, all of them. And like that wasn't enough. Then they started riding two up on pit bikes yeah. and still, still passing up. people, yeah. still passing people. Oh no, that wasn't Fearless. enough. And there's a picture of them riding. Four up on a dirt bike on the barrel rat on Look, the barrel racing. No way. Four up. If, oh if the AMA God. doesn't make that a commemorative T-shirt, that image, I don't know what's going on anymore. Or even a, bl- a bronze plaque <laughs> or something, dude. It's the yeah they needed that. Yeah, life size bronze I, I, statue. Did you find, There's the picture. Yeah, you got to throw that over. Oh to Oh my them. God, I can see it from here. They That's were amazing. They were great riders. I mean, when you see like these kids and you go like, oh, this is our future, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do not but want they, to mess with that little uh, posse. Their no, parents, you don't want to mess with yeah, four up on a dirt bike. Their parents were so proud of them. Their mom was there and just letting them have free reign. And this they is, were that's yeah, great. This is pretty a pretty good kid stuff. Picture, man, it's pretty gangster. Yeah. Oh, they were having the time of their life. They come by in the golf cart by the camp and start screaming and yelling. Ah! When they come by the camp, they were they were they kind of made my whole week because they were just yeah. they were just like. Pure like when you have an eight year old who's passing dudes on two strokes, (laughs) and it was like I think awesome. uh, You should replace in a uh, in a in a little unicorn helmet. They ought to replace honor student stickers with just stickers of these guys. (laughs) They they became everyone's heroes. A lot of people were posting pictures of them. Um, So shout out to the unicorn girls. They were awesome. Four up on the dirt bike. Four up on a dirt bike. Um, I did the film festival there. That was great. I felt a little bad because I um, bumped the AMA with my film festival because uh, I finished my time slot, but no one came in to do anything in the tent, and there were still people hanging out, so I just started playing another run of movies. And then all the AMA people came to do their talk, but they are oh. like, uh, there's people watching, and we don't want to interrupt them. And they were doing like their <laughs> legislator update, legislative update. No one really cared and so they just left I'm like oh. oh that was nice um but should we talk about some of the the better moments i think us finding all those trails back there were amazing you had the trails or something yeah. else so we're we're having a lot of fun just meeting people doing stuff um but things really heated up on saturday so we had yeah. phil's group there and then we had uh swiggy and moto gp from nokomoto yeah, those guys went yep. ham. And we had, oh, those guys Jim, went ham. We had like a hundred <laughs> yards of, of property of yeah. camping spaces. Oh my god, that's rad! Like it was. Were you at the edge of the field or in the at middle? the edge of the field? Oh, so yeah, the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at one how, point, how, did they have the party corner? Oh, oh yeah, full, oh, yeah. full. How close to that were you? Not very like, far. Like half, yeah. halfway. Closer than we, I remember. Close yeah. enough yeah. to not be able to see. Yeah, that big of a <laughs> swath of yeah. camping area. So, um. At one point, we're just killing time and riding our bikes around because every time I go there, like, is there anything else I haven't discovered yet? Mm -hmm. You know, like I have my secret bathroom on the the 
third floor of the tower, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I have all my one. little, I, I like to know about all the things. So John and I were riding, and we went to, like, the furthest edge of the track and found a, um, off on the corner, a hill climb off in the distance that you could see in the distance. Uh, hey, Doug, you've got some uh, bad yeah. audio coming through. Just making some noise. Uh, yeah, this is a new computer to me, so I'm sorry. That's all right. I'll just bring it down a little bit. Um, so it was uh, off. Like, you could see this hill climb, and there are dudes on, like, two strokes going up. I'm like, oh, that looks gnarly. So we just ride back to the campground and come up with a report. I'm like, hey, I just I just found a giant, like, Widowmaker hill climb. Like, how cool. And uh, and and Pete from Nokomoto goes, I want to do it. Like, well, that sounds like a great idea. Yep. Uh, on a scooter. On his scooter. On his, uh, I think, Vespa two-stroke. That's about as yeah. AMA vintage days as it gets. Yeah. And yeah. so Phil being well, a... He had, a, he had a unicorn hat on. Phil being a smart man, he's mm-hmm. like, well, this sounds interesting. I want to come too. Mm-hmm. And we had a nice <laughs> posse. Big shout out to all of our listeners who oh, came yeah. by. By the way, we had so many people um, joining us. From and wearing, there was Emma's army shirts oh, yeah. and stuff, motorcycle yeah. shirts, Represented. motorcycles and misfits everywhere. So many great people hanging out with us. And this time, I think a lot of them planned to be there. And like we had people mm-hmm. who camped near us, just all first time, all first time. So much fun. So much fun. So we had a posse of people a lot of times. So we all ride over, you know, my parade of idiots. <laughs> and uh, the hill climb, though, was off in the distance. You had to go down into a ravine. Is that mm-hmm. how you describe it? Yeah, it was on the other side of the infield, back around by where the motor, where the, where the uh, road track is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have to go down into a ravine that yeah. had like trees and stuff, and then up the other side. Right. So he's <laughs> Pete. He's, he's I think pretty drunk at this point. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'd say bit. so. Yeah, and so he's like, "All right, I'm going to do it." And because we're sitting there staring, a group, other people were coming around, like, "Oh, you're going to try that? No way! Like, no way!" So we're quite the crowd. So he goes. Yeah, down and disappears mm-hmm. under the trees. He does, yeah. Doesn't come up the other side. <laughs> I'm like, huh. We're waiting. No sound, no nothing. Well, shoot. I'm like, well, somebody go check on him. So John volunteers. So I go flying down the hill. And uh, what we didn't realize is that little ravine, we thought it was like a little, but it was actually like a pretty big creek bed. <laughs> So I got down I got down the hill and it sort of gradually went and then it sort of steeply went down right into the bottom of the thing. So when I got down there I saw what was going on. So Pete was stuck in the water. He crashed in, in the, the creek. Cra- First he crashed on the way down. So yeah. which I didn't see and then he got back up and continued down and then was like stuck in the water like He's just- <laughs> like one side of him is soaking wet, the other side is muddy. Awesome. <laughs> And and so John doesn't come back. So I stopped and I figured out there ain't nothing I'm going to be able to do to help him, but mm. I can videotape this. Videotape. <laughs> so we're still sitting up at the top. Public service announcement. We're still sitting at the top. Like, well, no one's come up. I'm like, well, shoot, send another one. <laughs> and Phil goes down on his hunter cub. Like he, Starship Troopers. It was exactly like we got any more red shirts to send. <laughs> so he goes. He goes down. Doesn't come up. I'm looking around like, well, geez, what do we do? Um, I'm like, well, do we just keep sending people down into the abyss? So finally Phil comes up and he goes, oh, he's screwed. Yeah. He's screwed. 
and uh, we couldn't figure out how to get him out of the ravine. Well, they were trying to help him, so he he finally got it out of the ravine and got up to the um, up up on the rocks. On, and what it was was is there was just like straight rocks into the ravine and out of the ravine. That's where he got really screwed. He so, got screwed with the front wheel. That's where. It, <laughs> that's yeah. Where it began. So there were two. There was two guys that came down to try to help him, but they were just they couldn't get that thing out of yeah, there. Trying to climb rocks on ten inch wheels just does yeah. not work very on, well on bald ass tires. Well, that too, yeah. yeah. But cheers to the effort. <laughs> yeah. So meanwhile, uh, Phil and Swiggy and I went down into the woods on a side road to try and find a way back to him. But it seems like the only way out was up the other side. And then you still have to come down another hill. They have all these little hill climbs on the backside into mud bogs. Hence why everyone that heard the idea was like, no way. (laughs) Oh, and I like to say I was on the, one of Phil's buddy scooters. So not even an appropriate dirt bike. Buddy scooter. And, um, then finally, um, Swiggy appears. We don't know how he got out of there. He says he climbed the other side. I know. But, uh, we think he came out the creek bed. That's what like he just happened. followed the creek downstream till mm. the next crossing. And um, but he's dead in the water. It's not running. He's drunk. Uh, Phil and I are and Swiggy are like, yeah, we need we well, need help. Well, he claimed that he made it up the other side almost to the top, and then the bike fell over, and he couldn't make it the rest of the way. Or something. Ah, that so that makes happen. sense. Well, maybe he burnt out his clutch. He dented the bike up. He did everything. The the exhaust got pulled off of the cylinder, and it was just just wasn't going through the pipe anymore. It was it was Uh, a mess. It was a mess. Broken. Yeah. But what are people talking about? Oh yeah, (laughs) that's an awesome story. So so I I'm like, well, I need to go back and get backup. So I hightail it through the woods. I've never been on this path, but I'm like, where does it go? And it turns out this is the Enduro Trail. And it finally comes out and I'm skipping along. You know, when you're like, there's a sense of urgency and you kind of kicking in and I'm like feeling the groove. And that buddy scooter was awesome in the dirt. Yeah. I liked it. I want a buddy scooter. It was great. Um, and I came out into one? the campgrounds and I went to back to our camp to Phil's guys. I'm like, we need a dirt bike and a toe strap. things didn't go well and they're like oh shit bring the cart bit of an understatement (laughs) yeah but phil was smarter than i by the time i got back he was gone uh because he found a four by that came by and he talked the guy in a hefton the the scooter on there and hauling it out so all was good he's okay i mean the bike was kind of banged up bagel you had something to say about that didn't you yeah i I was i was kind of sad to see what has yeah. happened to that bike? It, it was it was a lovely Vespa PX 150 Millennium Edition. Um, it had a little couple little you know scratches and dents here and there. And 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 to his credit, um, you know uh, he he said that he was going to have the bike re redone after the event anyway, like all completely gone through, taken apart, repainted, all the body work done to it and everything. So, but he just made a whole bunch more work for it than <laughs> doing that body work and paint. <laughs> Add a little extra character oh, yeah. to it. It was, it was pretty bad. Oh, yeah. but And quite a story. But the fun didn't stop there. No, it didn't. That was just oh, no. warm. We were just oh, warming no, up. no, no, no. And it uh, didn't even stop there for that bike either. <laughs> I know. Yeah, a bunch of guys yeah. got it started, got it running again. Yeah. It, was, it was fun. But um, there was the, the burnout contest in the corner, which is a big deal. We've talked about it. You know, in, in fact, it's not actually a contest, but it is to us. <laughs> and we managed to win it every time. 
<laughs> um, but it's uh, over in the corner. It's a party. It's a huge crowd of people, and there's lights and music and lasers and smoke machine and like. Mm-hmm. And they get a crowd of people, and they have a block of wood, like a piece of wood that you pull up to so you can do the burnout without um, digging a hole into the dirt. So um, we're like, hey, we get, what are we going to do? What are we going to do this year to to win? Like, we've done some pretty crazy stuff with Phil and Zach before. So yeah. Pete, not to, you know, not to I just, think he was a little more drunk at that I point. I think he was more drunk. <laughs> I think he was going to a diabetic shock. Yeah. <laughs> it was a whole new level. Pete, yeah. Pete said, so he had his brother's scooter. There's a, oh, I got an idea. I'll take the, uh, the other uh, scooter and I'll do it naked. Mm. And I was like, okay. Um, sure what I'm made of. That's good. That's good. That's a good we, start. But, but, we, but we need... We need more. We need more. So nudity is baseline. I went over to Johnny Mac. I'm like, hey, Johnny, you got any fireworks? (laughs) He's like, yes, I do. What do you need? (laughs) (laughs) Second degree burns at the best. So we figured out. So uh, Pete was wearing his uh, little helmet. It looked like what um, Jack Nicholson wore in. uh, Yeah. Or no, no, yeah. It was a Fonda, I think. Yeah, yeah, the Peter Fonda, yeah. the Stars and Stripes, oh, right? Okay, yeah. And so I duct tape fireworks to his helmet, <laughs> right? I'm like, okay, this is good, uh, but we need more. We need more. And another guy, I think it was Andrew, was like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I'm going to be, no, it was Dan. I'm going to be his beer guy, and I'm just going to be cracking beers open and pouring them down his throat as he's sitting there <laughs> doing a burnout. I'm like, that's good. That's good. And another guy. Was like, well, I'm gonna be lighting cigarettes and passing to them. Pass- and put- keep filling his <laughs> mouth with right cigarettes. Up, up each that, that's good. Okay, we're on to something, guys. We're on to something. And then Pete, Escalating. and then Pete goes, and then I'll helicopter my dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, what, did it get quiet? Like, I, I went, okay, oh, let's. Uh, <laughs> I said, uh, let's uh, let's take a pause for a second, and <laughs> let's just let's just ask the question: We are we gonna cross a line? Is it illegal? I mean, is like it illegal? anything goes here, but are we going to cross a line? Jim's and everyone's like, video, so. everyone's yeah. like, nah, let's do it. I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. So I got a tiki torch because I'm the lighter of the fireworks on his head. And I, I'm walking down and more and more people are joining us because oh. when you get somebody, a crowd and somebody's oh, leading. I'm watching the video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From behind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, you if, are. If I didn't know this Full was glory, a, what dear. I was, what event I was watching, I'd be really concerned about <laughs> oh, yeah. what I'm seeing. And he's so drunk. He doesn't even realize the bike isn't in gear and he's just revving the engine. His brother is having to like pop it in a gear and restart it for him and stuff. Oh, I see the captain. Yeah. Oh yeah. The captain is there. Oh, and then also, and then Phil was like, and I'll be your hype man on the mic. (laughs) Perfect. This is okay. We got a good plan. Past champion of burnout competitions. So we go down there and, um, we're in line and we've got, you know, I I think the key to winning the burnout contest is having a team. It really takes a A team. team So we get there, he pulls up, he's naked and the crowd's going, what? And I lean over and I light the fireworks that are going off on his head. And he what? Keeps going. And he's just revving it. And then he's so did getting... you have to? Did you have to jumpstart his dick like an old? <laughs> <airplane>? <laughs> no, yeah, but I had. Like it, like, but I had. <laughs> I had offered at one point. How about I just tie a string to it and I'll just be waving, <laughs> and certainly my arm, windmilling he my arm. About it for a minute though. Like, that nah, was funny. He's got, he was so, like, oh, maybe. <laughs> he's, so he's getting beers poured maybe down his throat like a boss. 
And He's the getting cigarettes. Fireworks are still blasting. The fireworks are still yeah. shooting yeah. up. Non-stop. This Every time he lift his head up, it would shoot right yeah. in my face. Everybody's this- getting fucking hit with fireworks. <laughs> yeah. with this kid leans into him and goes, I want to be just like you when I grow up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just laughing oh my, my ass God. off. Now, what I didn't yeah. mention is um, within our group that went down there, I, I, I'm not naming names, but we had a... A high-ranking official from the AMA who was videoing this thing An for us was witness from the front, right? Um, and she's just having a blast because uh, here's the thing: this was full helicopter too, right? Wait a minute, yeah. so oh, hold, on, hold, full, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't so, gender it so they can't know. No, but they, it's I didn't say who it they, is. Right, right. They, uh, there's a lot of they. they. So here's the thing: you got to know the AMA puts it on, but there's things going on they just turn a blind eye to, like the barrel racing. You know, they just pretend it's they just turn a blind eye and so well sometimes they do fuel things but yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. so and so this is going and the crowd is chanting and they're waving their fists in the yeah. air and they're, they're going, saying USA USA, USA. <laughs> I was like this right is, this is super murder and then right he's now. like he helicopters his dick and they're like yeah <laughs> USA USA and and she pans the camera across the audience and again, not naming names, but she gets on video a very high-ranking member of the AMA who's incognito. Right after he helicopters his dick and he's fist bumping and chanting "USA, USA." Look, it all, was what all I know is is a helicopter and dick that gets anybody's blood going. Yeah. Oh, I know. Hey, and 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 I, you know, I just I'm just sitting there and I'm going, well, I guess my my question was answered no we have not passed that line no we have not and uh and then i wonder like do we want to try and find that line knowing already thinking about next year (laughs) i think i don't know that's a good line to start with new new and uh, inventive ways to find that line so i i declared we we won and 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 pete really did think he won Oh yeah, he really yeah. thought it was a contest. He really thought he won. He, he went did. back to yeah. ask for his prize. He did, in fact. Um, but the next day, he was hurting. Um, yeah. yeah, he was hurting a lot. Uh, he apparently yeah. had a lot of injuries that he didn't <laughs> yeah. feel that day. He did not but feel good. Um, amongst the AMA officials, the word was out that this uh, high-ranking person was caught on film at the burnout contest right, right. after this naked dude did the whole thing and they were all asking to see it. It became like legend. <laughs> and amongst the AMA, it they're like, exist, actually. we are going to be talking know. about this for years. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. You just so, ruined it for that person. No, I can't. Will there, will, will there be an AMA award for a helicopter dung? I don't know. Shit. Want to see that cast in bronze? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't it's, like know. A, it's a fidget spinner that you flick. It's going to be the, the AMA 1% award. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, shout you out you shout out to Pete for oh, bringing Pete. his A game. Pete is a rock star. Yeah, yeah. In fact, um, John, you really need to thank him. Because, you know, every year I pick a mark yeah. of who I'm going to, you know, control See, into doing stupid stuff. And so John was yeah. my mark. Yeah. Well, You're off the hook. well, you were off the hook because Pete, Pete, took thanks it for taking the ball from me, it. buddy. Um, <laughs> so many great things. I want to ask. So John, your yeah. first time there, what were some of the highlights for you? Oh, it's even hard to say. I mean, it's, it's the most fun you can have with your clothes on for sure. Well, or for Pete or, or not. for or not yeah for people in the situation <laughs> uh the atmosphere is incredible it's it's just 
lawless enough to be absolutely fun, but doesn't nobody's getting hurt, which but is awesome. there's definitely a danger factor. Yeah, there's a everywhere chance, everywhere there's chances to get hurt. Just even on all of the roads that you ride on, they've laid out fresh gravel. Oh. That was so sketchy, especially on little yeah. little wheel yeah. scooters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was you know that was great. I mean, this it's, the motorcycles, of course, are the are the most you know the centerpiece of it. Seeing all. I love seeing all the vintage dirt bikes out there racing again. Seeing those bikes being oh, used in and, anger and kids riding them yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the kids made me really happy. That was probably one of the highlights because there was another little kid so. too that I met who uh, passed me on the on the barrel racing, <laughs> like a five year old. It was like this, you know. Yeah. It was a, ended up being a she. She was like this tall, and she pulled her helmet off. I'm like, dang, okay, good job. So you know, the kids are like the future of the AMA. So that's that's super yep. exciting. Um, I loved. Um, I love being part of with being there with Phil and and their crew and Noco guys. Um, that was just the camaraderie in that spot was was incredible. Um, yeah, not I, takes full advantage of it. Oh, dude, I, ch- I, I yeah. chilled out so did, fucking hard. Uh, <laughs> did you leave the campsite? I'm not sure. Uh, you did. A little bit. Uh, when I got bored, I was like, "Oh, look, there's a little mini dirt bike that I could fuck off on," and I fucked <laughs> off. I fucked, yep. and uh, you know the part where they used to. There's a section kind of towards the track where uh, they had like little dirt bike races. Yeah, they, they didn't have that set up this year, but like you could just go over there and fuck around, and that's what I did for about an hour. Oh yeah, right, yeah. right off. Yeah, that's part. Of the trail that we came out into, yeah, by the Wall of Death area over there. Uh, but yeah, it, yeah. Oh, over in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. big old grass field. That was yeah. the pit, they used to do pit bike racing, right? Yeah, pit yeah, bike yeah. racing. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I got dirt. to meet a hero, Dave Aldana. Mm. Yeah, oh, cool. yeah. It was so yeah. cool seeing him and meeting him. So, Dave Aldana so was. What's cool. the deal? Was like he had these sick leathers, and it was so disruptive and awesome that they said that you couldn't wear. Yeah, them. yeah. the leathers with the skeleton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, awesome. Yeah. How cool is it to be the guy they made the rules for? You yeah. know, that's I know. Dope. And he was what there as part of the on any Sunday because he's featured in that. Uh, so that was really cool. I met I met Dave Aldana, but I think the big moment for me, Just, yeah, the Penton was going over to we call it Pentonville. There's the Penton Owner Society. And John Penton, and if you don't know who John Penton is, he basically modernized motocross as we know it today. He imported bikes that became KTM Mm. when people were racing on dirt on like Indian Scouts and Mm. and Triumph and stuff like that. Actually introduced real dirt bikes. And and gear. High point. Lightweight. Yeah, lightweight. You know, a, a lot of people still have the fashionable, like, um, motocross boots with high the chrome point. on the front. They were the high points. High point. Like, he yeah. brought those in. So, so gear like, and bikes. So uh, he brought them over from Europe. So mm-hmm. Europe was like ahead of the curve with all this. Well, stuff. no, he and he. They yeah. were yeah. badged yeah, they were, as yeah. Pentons. He had a dealership. He they gotcha. He these were like Husqvarna's and Kate's like from like what, yeah. 65 these were five Aus- Austrian bikes mm-hmm. that he got licensing to bring to the U.S. and put the Penton name on. Mm-hmm. That became yeah. these lightweight motocross bikes, which changed yeah. the sport yeah so he was a racer and then his son was a racer and he sponsored a bunch of racers he's 96 years old and wow. he still they wheel him out <laughs> into the penton tent and they just stick a, a sharpie in his hand and he sits there just signing stuff for people and there's a line and i was fortunate enough to go over there with todd huffington who uh from on any sunday but who also did the penton movie which you haven't seen you should check out the john penton story so uh, Todd introduced me to the Pentons, and I got to get his autograph and take a photo. And then the the whole Penton group there, they fed me lunch. 
they had a nice like homemade lunch and I felt so welcome there. Yeah. And it was cool to just be part of that that history. Yeah. Not just the Pentons, but there are other people who are all part of that change in motocross. Mm-hmm. You know, that have this long history. Hanging out with living legends kind of thing, huh? Well it's nice to yeah. hear they're like super down to earth <laughs> chill people. Like most motorcycle they're farmers be, right yeah super talented. they're farmers who race bikes yeah um so that was a highlight for me um but i think the biggest thing for me not we've been there a bunch of times bagley been there a bunch of times and we always run into to listeners who say hi mm-hmm. there was like there was a lot like 50 like there yeah. were so yeah, there were, many well, phil was saying that he met 90 people who said that the number goes up every time yeah wow <clears throat> but there were a ton of people who, I mean, I think they they feel like they know us well enough that they came up to say hi, but then to hang out. And people were just hanging out with us at our campsite and everywhere, John, everywhere we went. It was. Like, even when we like, hey, let's just go get something to eat. We got some hot dogs, sat down at a picnic table, and there was people at the picnic table that look yeah. over, and they're like, oh, look who's eating with us. We're like, oh, hey. Yeah. Like, everywhere <laughs> we went, there were people yeah. saying hi. Did you experience that too, Bagel? Yeah, or just randomly seeing people wearing motorcycles and misfit shirts walking around. I saw a lot of that, you know, and 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 just you know people coming up and just kind of fanboying on us. And it was <laughs> it was a trip. So I think I I think we should start something called Bagels Battalion or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. he is. You are probably one of the, next to Emma. You're the most famous misfit. Well, Liza, of course, really? but yeah, the three of you, the three, those three are the. Are the ones that people always ask for. So you're. Uh, well, I, I, we can't have another army because we have Emma's army, but we could have Bagel's Battalion. <laughs> Bagel Battalion. So Bagel's here's the deal. Kosher cores. There were a lot of people coming up to me and asking me, "Did Bagel make it?" Yep. And yes. Bagel, let's get into your yeah, adventure you. getting there because we just took an airplane there and 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 Phil picked us up. Oh, like, which by the way, like before we get into people. it, again, huge thanks to Phil and his gang. He yes. picked us up yeah, at the airport. He brought sleeping bags. He brought the trailer for us to sleep in. We had the Misfits trailer. We had uh, food, drinks, yeah, was uh, incredible. bikes to ride. We were completely hooked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Phil. Phil yeah, thank you. Host. <clears throat> yes. But, Bagel, you had an adventure getting there. You want to talk about that? I did. I rode my Vespa from, from my home to, uh, to Phil's house and then to mid-Ohio. And... Part of my ride was to do something that I don't think anybody has ever done before, which is riding the Saddle Sore 2000 for the Iron Butt Association on a Vespa. Yeah. And um, this was, uh, I did this a couple days before Mid-Ohio started and rode from Caldwell, Idaho to uh, Avon Lake, Ohio. So explain for people who don't know what the criteria is for that. Yeah, break it down. That sounds crazy. So. Right. So first, there, there's this thing called the Iron Butt Association. Mm-hmm. This is a basically a volunteer association of people who like to do insane rides on two-wheeled vehicles. And the idea is that you, you have to ride at least 1,000 miles within 24 hours to qualify to become a member of the Iron Butt Association. And that, that ride is called the Saddle Sore 1000. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 1,000 miles within, within 24 hours. Yep, I have from, my certificate. Yep. They can go from anywhere to anywhere as long as you have the receipts to document uh, where you were at what time. Basically, your gas receipts with a photo of the receipt next to your odometer is, is really all you need. 
So um, <clears throat> now I had done this before. Um, I did my first iron butt um, up to Vancouver in 2014 from Santa Cruz. I did another one from Ohio to uh, Wyoming in 2018, uh, which was a thousand, com combined 1,000 mile and 1,500. Now, after I did that ride, on the Iron Butt Association results list, they had a category they added on there for the Scooter 2000 class mm. with no names below it. So mm. I saw that and just said, hmm, I'd like to try that. And of course, then COVID happened and that kind of threw a wrench in all sorts of plans. But uh, when, when things started to start looking up and um, I started thinking about going to AMA Vintage Days this year, I thought, well, why not make this the perfect opportunity to do the 2,000-mile saddle sore ride yeah. on my Vespa? So uh, what I did is I planned the ride to start in Idaho when uh, I hit the, uh, the interstates because the idea with Iron Butt is you want to make as many miles as you can in as little time as possible. And uh, the route across Oregon is usually more on smaller highways. So um, so it's, it's not the... Uh, I figured what I should do is, is just do uh, the first segment to Idaho uh, to kind of as sort of a warm up, really, and then do the 2,000 miles from there to Ohio. <clears throat> Measured everything out, planned out my route, um, and that was to include two 1,000, two days of 1,000 miles to make that 2,000 <clears throat> miles altogether, plus also another 1,500 <laughs> miles within 36 hours. So basically, four <laughs> Iron Butt certifications within one ride. Goddamn. Yeah, um, bagel. And yeah. can I just? Um, I, I would like to make an announcement. Sure. We don't have this official award or anything like many clubs do, but I just want to publicly acknowledge that you are now the most badass. I agree. Misfit. This is you <laughs> and your scooter. One hundred percent. You and your scooter skirt yeah, are crazy. the baddest assist assist. Yep. Misfit. This is oh, this is you. big. Yeah. Although That's I didn't even amazing. have a scooter shirt with me this time, so it wasn't that cold out. But... B2K! B2K! <laughs> but yes, you can call me B2K. <laughs> so so uh, long story short, um, from July 20th to uh, the, the early morning of July 20th to the early morning of July 22nd, uh, I did this ride and finished, I think, let me see, my total time uh, was, where is it here? 46 hours and 56 minutes. So just oh, about man. an wow. hour under the wire. So did, nice. did you sleep at all? I did. I actually oh, got good. about maybe, I don't know, four or five hours of sleep hmm. in uh, Cozad, Nebraska. Hmm. Um, I, I, I got, I had, I had trouble too. Um, it wasn't just a simple, you know, ah. twist and go ride. Yeah. Um, the, my bike started cutting out on me about halfway through the first day. The whole thing almost didn't happen, you guys. Almost didn't happen. Um, and now there's there, there's a uh, a known known issue with Vespas where the, the fuel pumps do not like ethanol gas uh, from certain years. Uh, it's mainly 2008 to 2010, and and the fuel pump that's in my Vespa never seemed to have a problem with ethanolated gas, but for some reason on this ride it seemed like it started having problems. And every time I got gas with ethanol, it started just kind of hesitating and, and losing mm. some power and cutting out a little bit. Um, but then when I got clear gas, it seemed to be doing fine. So I was kind of puzzled about what was going on here. 
And I thought maybe the fuel pump was starting to go out and that the ethanol gas was, was affecting it. So I tried gassing it with, with clear gas and uh, on the beginning of the second day, and it's, it, I was hoping it would do better, but then it started having the same problems again. And then 45 minutes in, it completely cut out. Mm. So uh, now, because I was having problems on the first day, that had, had slowed me down a bit. So I got in later than I expected, and I was more tired than I had hoped I would be. So I had to, to sleep in a little bit longer in the morning. So I got a later start on the second day then broke down 45 minutes into the ride the oh. second day. And this was right in the middle of nowhere in Nebraska. It was like 10 miles. That's where I broke down. Of, yeah. Mile marker 268 on I-80 east, if anybody is, uh, knows the area. It's about uh, 11 miles west of Kearney, Nebraska. Mm. And my bike was dead as a doornail, would not start back up. So um, I called Phil and asked if... if uh, and I told him what had happened and, and said, you know, I think it might be the fuel pump has gone out. Um, do you have any thoughts of anything else I can try? And he wasn't, he didn't really have any other ideas. And I said, yeah, it sure sounds like the fuel pump just by all the symptoms that I was experiencing. So, you know, I called uh, and I thought, well, shoot, that's it. Fuel pump. I can't replace that by the side of the road. I'm done. So, you know, what, Bagel, what's funny, I, I was just checking the map. When I was going across the country from my last AMA Vintage Days on the KTM, yes. it was that yes. same area in Nebraska where yep. I felt like I was running out of gas. Yep. And I thought it was from bad gas. I think it was bad gas in right. Nebraska. It's like the right. and there was there was nothing. Gas. There was nowhere, and I had right. to like limp into a town and rent a U-Haul. So right. I feel exactly. your pain, man. Right. So I, you know, I was I had called for it an AMA Moto to get a tow. Um, tried to find a U-Haul and there was no U-Hauls anywhere near there. Um, at least not in, in Kearney. I had to go to some other town and rent a U-Haul there and, uh, changed the, you know, called, called to change the, the destination for the tow. And then while I was waiting, I thought, well, I got nothing else to do. Let me call Miss Emma and see if she has any ideas. And uh, boy, am I glad that I did Yeah. because I called her and, and we talked about what had happened and she said, have you checked the injector? And in my road weary haze, after being on the road for more than 28 hours or 24 hours, I said, no, I didn't even think about the injector. She said, well, well, because, because the thing is that, that I, I, at first I thought that I couldn't even hear the pump turn on when I turned the bike on, mm. which would be a sure sign that the fuel pump was turned off. Mm -hmm. But, but I, I had my helmet on and there was, you know, cars going by, by on the road. So I just couldn't, I just, I just couldn't hear it. Yeah, after yeah, i yeah. took my helmet off put my ear on the bike and then turned it on then i can hear the pump turn on and it sounded like it was spinning up properly it sounded good so i asked him you know is it possible that maybe the the impeller separated from the shaft and that's why the pump sounds good but it's not running and she said well pull the pull the line off the injector and turn it on to see if it squirts fuel out i did that squirted fuel out just great she said she said the problem's your injector and i said well i have a spare she said, swap it out. So I did. And five minutes later, the bike was running like a top again. Nice. And I Emma to the rescue. She saved the day. And so I, call, I called, canceled the tow, canceled the U-Haul, and then hit the road and kept on going. And now I, I had lost about two hours there um, sitting on the side of the road, you know, trying to figure out what to do. Mm -hmm. um, but finally got it going again and realized, you know, I'm, I'm really going to have to haul ass to, to complete this. 
uh, because I've kind of burned up all of my my wiggle room time, you know, just uh, just trying to to figure out you know what to do by the side of the road after you know having a, a late late get you know, late arrival the night before and sleeping mm-hmm. in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I just pressed on as as hard as I could. Um, I got in at the end point for the the fifteen hundred mile uh, bun burner with with about fifteen minutes to spare, I think. Oh shit! Um, so I managed to get that to just in time, um, and uh, continued on from there. Uh, but had I did, I had to ride through the night on the second night. <laughs> I could not stop and get a room and sleep. You know, to get you know well rested to continue the rest of the way. I had to keep pressing through. Um, and so what I did was I just stopped, I, I basically decided to keep going as far as I could for as long as I could. And about three in the morning, um, on, in Indiana, I just decided I was really getting too exhausted to continue and I had to take some sort of a rest. So I pulled mm-hmm. over at, at a rest area, basically turned around uh, on my bike Well, I went to the, they used the, used the restroom, came back. Sat on my bike backwards, turned around on the seat, and just kind of rested on my head on my bag in the top case, mm-hmm. and set my alarm for twenty minutes just to take a power nap. Yeah, and and I didn't even really get that get proper sleep. I just kind of went into the semi conscious dream like state with all these yes. random weird thoughts going through my head, mm-hmm. and I just closed my eyes and just let it come through me and just do whatever. And then when my alarm went off, I woke up got off the bike, did some jumping jacks, went in to use the bathroom one more time, came back out and felt like, okay, I'm actually feeling a little refreshed. Let's keep going. And I just kept going on and pressed on through the rest of Indiana, went on into, into Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, did need to take one more rest stop in Ohio just to kind of uh, clear my head a little bit, take another bathroom break. But I had enough time to keep moving and got in uh, at the end, with about an hour to spare before my uh, before my time wow. was up, yeah, probably could have taken a thirty minute nap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I completed it uh, the the two thousand miles in total of forty six hours and fifty six yeah. minutes. So you sent your paperwork in already, or uh, what's going mm-hmm. on? Uh, I've been working on getting that together. I've got every just about everything together. Um, all right. I need to do is. Uh, organize all the photos and okay. uh, then send that in. Um, I've got all the uh, all the, the the route the route sheet the the log um, you know, all the other other information documented. Nice. Are, and, do, are uh, these such sticklers these days that they want GPS data at all? Uh, you can use GPS data. I did not use a GPS device, so I don't have any. Mm. Um, I'm just using the the receipt method. Plus, I also yep. got witness, witness statements as well, just as a backup. Nice. So that way there should be no question. Nice. Yep. And uh, I did have a couple of little uh, mistakes during the ride, too. Um, at one point on the first night when it was getting late, I uh, took a, a quick rest stop just to get a, a, a bottle of water and use the, use the restroom. And when I got when I left the rest stop, I accidentally got on the wrong on-ramp. Oh, no. Went I-80 west instead of east. Uh, backwards. Th- thankfully, I realized it right away because like, as I was passing the sign, I was yeah. like, wait, does that say west? <laughs> and, of course, at that point, it was too late to turn around. So I had to go to the next exit, turn around. And, and I did take a, uh, a screenshot of my GPS or the, uh, well, the, what do you call it, the map. 
um, a phone map at that mm -hmm. point and a photo of the compass app, which shows the latitude and longitude. So that way I have documentation that I went the wrong way, stopped there, and then turned back to continue my route so that those miles will actually count. Oh, that's cool. So you get nice. miles for backtracking. So I'm curious, Bagel, yep. how do you how do you prepare for this? And then like how do you <clears> kind of <throat> do the nutrition on the road? I'm sure you just don't pound coffee and chocolate before you head out. No. Yeah, no, it's 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 tough. I mean, I, I tried to plan the route with uh well, I did it all on, on Google Maps to try to figure out my start and end locations and made I made sure that I had a little bit of buffer room at either end. Uh usually try to do at least two percent. So that way, because my the odometer on my bike reads a little bit low uh, versus the actual miles. So I want to make sure that the odometer on the bike actually registers the 2,000 miles on the ride. Um, so I planned out the route with a little bit extra distance to make sure that I, I, would, I wouldn't have any, there wouldn't be any question that I covered the actual amount that, I, that was needed. Uh, and I broke it down each day into four segments so that each day had four 250-mile segments, roughly. Pro tip, everybody. Pro tip. <laughs> Break it down. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, and just try to go as long you know, for, for each of those segments in one shot if I could. Now, of course, there were a couple times where I had to stop for a bathroom break or whatever, but just tried to make those as quick as possible. Now, didn't you call ahead to restaurants and had them prepare your meals ahead of time so they were I, ready to I, go? I did indeed. <laughs> I, I researched That's awesome. not, just, right, not just the route – but where I would stop for gas oh. and where I would stop to eat. So that, that way I would know exactly where I needed to, to navigate. There wouldn't be any question, made sure the places were going to be open when I was going to be there and uh, call, checked out the menu because I have some dietary issues. I'm on a low carb diet because of diabetes, uh, just controlling it with diet and exercise. Yep. So I need to make sure that I'm getting the right kind of nutrition at the right times. So I made sure that I could get into these places to get, uh, get a, you know, a salad or some sort of, uh, you know, other meal that was good for my diet. And, um, yeah, and it worked out well. Well, congratulations, man. That's awesome. And, That's awesome. And on your way back, you got to visit some new places too, didn't you? I did. Um, I took, uh, I took I-90 I back most of the way, and I hadn't really been on that route before. So I, uh, I got to, uh, well, first of all, I got to visit, um, uh, Mount Rushmore, which which I'd never seen before. Nice. On, on it's my pretty way. cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's very impressive. I mean, the roads there are so much oh, fun. We're going oh, through the, the tunnels. Roads. Yeah, the, the tunnels. And the Black Hills are just wonderful. Yeah, they're I mean, amazing. It's such, it's such beautiful country with rolling hills that are just kind of these grassy hills dotted with pine trees all mm. over. Um, and buffaloes. Yeah. Did you get to measure your scooter up to a buffalo? <laughs> no, I did not meet a buffalo, and I'm I'm kind of relieved that I didn't yeah. because I don't think I would have fared well on a head to head. To head. <laughs> did you go to the hide store? Oh, yeah. I did not go to the hide oh. store. It was not open. Oh. I I got in late and it leave early. Donkeys? Uh, did oh, you kiss but, a donkey? Uh, Actually, Michelle, Michelle did a wonderful job of taking care of me and make sure that she's awesome. everything. She I needed. is awesome. Side note, because Shauna does not listen to this show, so uh, Shauna and Michelle are my two partners in Rev Sisters. Yeah. So the the head and hide store that you know we have these heads that we buy, uh, or me. Um, so Shana bought a house in South Dakota. Is moving to Custer. Hasn't moved oh, there yet. Brilliant. So um, Michelle was at the head store and she took a picture of this giant elk head. Ooh. She's like, Which it's, is only, giant. it's only two hundred bucks if you want it." I'm like, "Done." Dude, and I need you to put it up at Shana's house yeah, before, as a uh, housewarming. When she housewarming. Goes there. 
<laughs> it's huge. It's got to be got a huge probably rack. as big as this whole wall. It's oh, huge. Wow. And wow. and I said, and also please get a ball sack. Oh yeah. yeah. Winter oh, or summer. No. They have it's, winter it's, or summer. It's a winter sack. Okay. They have oh, the geez. buffalo ball sacks that you can buy. That they turn into little drawstring pouches. For your uh-huh. tobacco knock when you're yeah. rolling your own ah, tobacco. That makes perfect sense. And so Michelle took a picture of her with this evil grin and this giant head in the back of the truck as she was taking it out to install it at Shana's. I love Wild. that place. Could you put nuts 200 bucks. But we've named it Vincent because the ear fell off. Oh. <laughs> That's why it's 200 bucks. Wow. Yeah. Um, but it's it's, uh, I, it's beautiful yeah. there. That's killer. Yeah, and I, I also have to mention that uh, after I was uh, stayed in Custer, uh, my the next day, um, on my way to uh, Idaho, I rode through uh, Yellowstone. Which yes, I Jim and either. I did that. Epic, yeah. And and it, I, I I really I'm I'm really kind of bummed that I didn't <clears throat> plan this a little bit differently because. In hindsight, I really should have taken a whole day yep. to stay in Yellowstone. I know, John. Yeah. You went through there, didn't you? No, I went through. Uh, oh right. I went through um, Bighorn and uh, over through Jackson Hole. Got it. Yeah, we think oh, okay. we think Yosemite is cool until you go to Yellowstone uh, and you're like, yeah. holy Yellowstone. Um, and I, I, I just had to kind of hightail it through there because I was on a on a. a it was a very long day of riding yeah. to get to Pocatello, Idaho, from Custer. It was. Um, over 600 miles yeah. in a day and mm-hmm. and the ride through Yellowstone is not fast especially when there are a lot of tourists yeah. mm. the height of season in July mm-hmm. so it was it was very kind of frustrating trying to get get through there but the, the scenery was just absolutely amazing coming into it's, Yellowstone it's incredible there and we saw buffalo yeah. there too remember yeah, we're I like Grand Teton yeah. That's we're really like in the there. line of cars and buffalo just boom, comes walking Dude, through the cars I, yeah. I saw a herd of moose when I was there too oh wow it was awesome. Yeah. But I, 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 you know, I really wish that I had spent a day, you know, stayed, stayed a night before I got to Yellowstone and then just spent a day riding around Yellowstone and then really enjoying it and then take another day to get home after that. That would have been, that would have been a much more uh, pleasant trip. Um, as, as it was, though, I got kind of, kind of stressed trying to get, just get through Yellowstone. I also got hit with a pretty big rainstorm mm. riding through most of the park, which was, was really kind of miserable. Um, there weren't even places for me to pull over on the road to put on my rain gear, so that kind of sucks. I just got drenched. Mm. Um, but but I made it. I saw I saw uh, Old Faithful. Didn't uh, didn't wasn't there while it was uh, spouting off, but there was steam coming out of it, and I yeah. got some pictures. <laughs> nice. Um, so that was but that was neat. And uh, and I, I I wish that I had time to stop at the prismatic pools. Uh, I yeah. rode by them on the way yeah. out, and I was just like, oh man, I really wanted to, to stay there, but and and see them, but. Uh, I, I was I was fighting daylight at that point, and just had to get uh, get going because the uh, the roads coming out of Yellowstone uh, Pass there are uh, kind of rural, and I didn't really want to ride through those in the dark. Um, I, had, I had planned to get dinner in West Yellowstone, which was, in hindsight, kind of a mistake because it was so crowded and mm-hmm. took so long. Um, I should have just had a snack and kept going there, mm-hmm. but. In any event, I, I did make it through and got to uh, got to Idaho late that night, and then uh, one more day from there to get home to Oregon, and uh, I was good uh, good to good to finally make it home and and get to rest in my own bed. Yeah, it's nice. not every day you could say that uh, I was on top of a super volcano. No. Yeah, that's well, there's cool. that too. Yeah, yeah, and I, that thought did cross my mind as I was riding through there through the, the elevation. <laughs> any time now, <laughs> yeah, it if, it, if it goes off, though. we all got nothing to worry about anymore. E- exactly. 
So I wanted to talk about another um, fascinating part of AMA Vintage Days. And that is the buying and selling of things, of bikes, and the, and the negotiating that happens. What's awesome mm-hmm. is watching a fucking pro do it. Oh, oh yeah. It is yeah. just like, oh, it's oh. amazing. So It's like a performance theater, you know, performance art. <laughs> so what, what Phil does is every time, this is where he unloads bikes that have been abandoned at a shop. Maybe somebody brings it in, and mm-hmm. they're like, yeah. I don't want to pay to get that fixed or, Old you know, findings. whatever. Or things he finds, things that have no title, whatever. He just brings them, and that's what we get to ride around. Um, some of them work and some of them aren't, um, but there's deals. There's great deals. Um, oh, yeah. One of them was fascinating to watch. He had a, what's that scooter that he had for $50? It was oh, a Vespa. It was a Vespa. <laughs> no, no, it was a Chinese scooter. Oh, no, 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 but it used, he said it was the same motor that's used in the, um, it's a GY6 or whatever. Yeah, the GY6 motor. The GY6, yeah. It's a Chinese clone. <clears throat> yeah, the GY6 motors. And yep. it was a running scooter, but yep. the uh, the header uh, studs were stripped mm-hmm. and so had to be like removed and replaced. So the exhaust was kind of hanging off a little bit, right? And no title, right? Uh, no title. Okay, no title. Yeah. But a running scooter. Yeah. Well, this this guy comes along, this older guy. And he's like, uh, uh, tell me about this, you know? And, and it's $50. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it feels like it's $50. Well, does it run? He goes, it says it runs, doesn't it? And he's like, well, um, uh, 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 can I see it run? And Phil's like, look, man, it's $50. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's got the GY6 motor. It's a great motor. Um, no paperwork, but it's 50 bucks for a running scooter. Yeah, yeah. well, um, can, I ju- can I just see it run? He's like, all right. If I make it run, are you going to buy it? And the guy just kind of like, we'll see. So Phil has to, he's like, oh, I got to go get a battery. So he goes to get a battery. And then uh, he puts the battery in, then he has to get some starter fluid. And he's just, and it's a bop, 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 right? Yeah. It's loud. He turns it off. like Pete's bike. Yeah. He turns it off. He goes, all right, are you buying it? And the guy said, let me think about it. Well, didn't he offer him 20? Uh, he oh, may. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, let me think about it. Yeah. And Phil's like, you know, dude, you know, don't That's waste my time, it. right? Yeah. So um, one of uh, the listeners who was with us, he was watching the whole thing. And so the guy walks away and he goes, I'll buy it. <laughs> awesome. So he like Swoop. slides some money oh. over. Yeah. Sold, right? Oh, the guy had at one. No, he asked, well, will you throw in the battery? And Phil's like, it's a $65 battery <laughs> on a $50 scooter. Yeah. Right, no. Get no, your no. So, uh, so the th- listener buys it. Uh, Joe, congratulations. And, uh, uh, and, and and Phil gave him a $10 discount for yeah, being a patron. I didn't, yeah, I didn't even too. see it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, 40 bucks. Well, uh, that's, yeah, that's a couple funny. hours later, the guy comes yep. back. Yep. And, okay, he's, yep. and he's looking at the scooter, which is still sitting there. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, uh, I came back for the scooter. And he had gone to Walmart and bought a battery. <laughs> Phil's like, sorry, dude, sold. It's gone. Yeah. Like, well, well, no, but I went and bought a battery. <laughs> God. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, dude. It's sold. You had your chance. You snoozed. And, right. And this guy was just so defeated. But Cash but I went and bought a battery. Goes, well, do you want to buy the battery? Goes, no, I don't want to buy the battery. 
right? <laughs> so this guy like humps it away and oh that's right. And Joe had already taken it over to his campsite. Well, he walks by and there's the scooter just around the corner and he goes, "Hey, hey buddy, I'll give you 50 bucks for that." <laughs> and nice. and Joe was like, "No." Uh-uh. Did he try to sell the battery He said afterwards? he said, "I'll give you 100." Uh, oh no. He said, "No." <laughs> and this guy is out of general principle, huh? Just had to slink away, <laughs> oh, completely no. defeated. Um and you know, with a battery in his hand that he had to buy. Why didn't and, you sell him the battery there? No, they they I think everyone was like like screw that guy. Screw that guy. Okay. <laughs> and this is kind of the lesson. When you find a deal, Jump on it. Jump on don't, it. Don't fuck don't, around. Don't fuck around. Fuck around. Don't don't tell me. It's a fucking $50 running scooter. scooter. And the other moral of the story, don't buy a battery for a bike you don't own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Bring a 12-volt <laughs> fucking battery just with you. You know, That's one of the pro moves. Phil always has an extra battery or a boost pack with him Yeah. Uh, at AMA. Yeah. And then, um, uh, so Phil is just, he's the master. He clicks this. into a whole nother mode. Oh, whole nother it's amazing to watch. Oh, yeah. So Jekyll and Hyde, yeah, it really is. It's funny. <laughs> on the last day, it's, it's Sunday. We and we stayed later than most. Um, yeah. Everything's loaded. We're ready to go, but we have to stop by the swap meet to pick up a couple more bikes that he had parked over there. One of them was, I think it was a GS eleven hundred. No, it was a uh, XS eleven hundred. XS eleven hundred. Yeah. Oh, dude, you got that. Oh, XS eleven hundred yeah. scooter or not scooter? I mean, uh, a little cruiser. Mm-hmm. What are you? He was asking like two hundred bucks for it or something. No, four hundred. I thought four hundred. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. That was a for, great. Yeah, no. For an XS eleven hundred. Eleven hundred. No, yeah. no title though. That's yeah. Yeah, no title. Yeah. Um, runs. It was a yeah. complete bike. Not bad. And as we pull up, there's a, a couple guys standing there staring at it. It's like everyone's gone. It's just two bikes alone in a field, right? <laughs> and uh, Phil pulls up, and he, he's kind of ignoring them because he knows he knows these guys. He knows yeah. these these he kind knows of the guys. Game. You can see he it. knows the game. Yeah. And he's like, "Excuse me, guys. You know, just I gotta get these loaded." And, and one guy starts asking questions. Well, um, uh, can you tell me about this bike? And Phil's like, "Well, it says everything right there." Four hundred bucks. You want to? You want a whole bike? Four hundred bucks. No title. Does it run? And you can see, like, oh, here yeah. we go again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Phil's like, yes, it says it runs. Yes. I mean, to, you know what? To to his credit, Phil is a very patient man, considering all things. Well, he's incredibly honest too, and it, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would, that shit would drive me fucking bananas. But like, I, I could see he was losing patience because these yeah. guys are standing around and they're kind of. Yeah. Asking questions. We're and all they're, getting angry and shit. We're we're just <laughs> yeah. we're trying to leave. We've got like a caravan all loaded up, yeah. ready to go. And the guy's like, uh, "Well, can I hear it run?" Uh, and Phil's like, "All right, so here's the deal. I'll go if I go get a battery and I make this thing run. I show it to you. You're going to buy it, right? Or we're just going to stand around and fuck our hats. What do you want? That's exactly what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's when you're ready to go. Home. I was it a father yeah. and son team. It was I, like a father and son. It was oh like my God. a I young man. Kid, that's like the first time he's ever heard Look. the string of words. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm just sitting there, just watching the show. Yeah. And the yeah. guy's like, uh, "Well, I just..." Uh, uh, so we're going to fuck our hats. Okay, great. So, look, you want it or not? And the guy's like, ah, uh, I just, I don't let me. Well, thanks. And then the next thing you know, the guy's like, you know what? Hey, I'm sorry for wasting your time. I, you know, like they're apologizing to him yeah. for just asking these simple questions because. It's on the paper plate, dog. 
It's the same it's thing. All, yeah. all it's all there. <laughs> it's like as it's if it's four hundred dollar <laughs> complete bike. It's as if yep. it's gonna make it more true if somebody says it or something, you know? Like it's the, the <laughs> fucking guy wrote it on the bike. You know, and then I, I'm I'm sure they're asking because well, can we get it registered? You know, they just start asking all those questions. Well, how old was the the younger? Oh, maybe twenty. Yeah, maybe he was yeah, a young yeah, man. Yeah. Right. If you don't know, it's not. It's he doesn't deal. know, but that's why Phil. It's a big deal to knew that kid. who these yeah. guys were. Oh yeah, I get that. It's a big deal to them. And but you know, Phil knows this is not the bike for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah, he used his Jedi mind power, and these guys apologized and walked mm-hmm. away. <laughs> now apologize for wasting and my it was, time. It was fascinating to see him do his thing because he knows, he knows these people. He, he knows, yeah. all, he knows which ones game. are wasting their time, years yep. and years. Which ones aren't? But there were so many bikes bought and sold that weekend. Yeah. There yeah, were man. so many deals. Yeah, and I, I love. Yeah, I love when Phil was talking about the uh, the Jawas. And not the motorcycle Jawas, like the San- the Star Wars Jawas who <laughs> yeah. come around at the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All, like the, the bikes are left behind as like garbage. Oh, yeah. Going around <laughs> picking up whatever people leave behind. Free. Uh, and John and I made a couple. We Freaking made Liza a couple. Almost, almost, oh, I almost bought a bunch of motorcycles. Yeah. Her. <laughs> we made well, a- we almost bought one in Phil's shop. We, we made a couple started. of tips. Before we even started, Phil had these Benelli. Um, the TNT. Or the- yeah. Well, they're the, the Grom knockoffs. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. And they had big block tires. He had one with big block tires on it. And I just looked at that mm-hmm. and I went. Looks tough. I want that. I want that. Like, that's the vintage that's, days that's bike. The jam, yeah. yeah. These things are what? Like 20, like 3,000 new yeah. or something? Yeah. So I'm like, John, let's go half and half. Let's buy it. <laughs> let's mm-hmm. do an impulse purchase. You know, but I'm also Total. thinking. I was like, oh, okay. I know, right? Yellow. But I'm also thinking I'm going to be trying to talk him into doing all the stupid stuff. Better to do it on a bike that we own than yeah. someone else's, you know? And Phil's like, I can't sell you that. That bike's already sold. Well, what about another one? What about that one? What about that one? Can you put tires on it? We can't get tired. We can't do it in the time frame you need it. We can't do it. Bummer. And we're like, Ugh, okay. But then uh, there was a guy around the corner from us who had, dude, Jim, yep. he had a line of uh, CT70s. Oh, how fun is that? Ooh. A line of CT70s. Yeah, all barn, and, kind of barn finds. And little them. XR50s and all that mm. kind For of sale? stuff. For sale? Oh, yeah. What, what did they kind of range? I'm curious out there. They go for a lot. They're like yeah, they're the expensive. number so one bike. So out there, they're just as expensive. Eighteen, as I here. think. They are now. So he was asking uh, like seventeen hundred for one, right, and okay. I think eighteen hundred for yeah. another. And uh, and these weren't runners. I mean, these were stuff okay, you'd have to put a lot of time yeah, and okay. energy. So yeah. I was like, all right, so here's full, my game. Here's yeah. my game. I really like. I didn't really want it because then you have the whole problem of what do you do with it. But I'm like, if I can get one at the right price, so I'm like. Hey John, let's buy two. Let's let's buy two. John. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, small enough. You can put in your let's do it. So uh, I went up to the guy. And I'm like, so uh, here's the deal. I'm gonna throw you out an offer, and it's a it's a go fuck off offer. Just I'm just being forward with you. I said best I can do is eighteen hundred for both. So basically, buy one get the second one for free. And he's like. Uh no, I I'm gonna be able to sell them this weekend. Like, yeah, and it wasn't unfair prices, but these are bikes that weren't running. Um, and the one I was looking at had like missing brakes and just stuff. And shipping bike. home, 
Yeah. So I'm like, look, dude, I got to ship them to California. So the best I can do is 1800 for two. I knew he was a smart man would not take it. But here's my game. Well, that's a good place to start. Here's my game. I kept riding past his camp and his row of bikes real slow. Giving the eyeball. And giving him the eyeball. <laughs> and they, the dirty stank eye. And I'm I'm still here. I'm still here. <laughs> give me that shit. Like yeah, worm, oh, like oh, and, worm and from Friday. To his yeah, exactly. credit, to his credit, I offered 18. So it was 18 and 17, which would be, what, 35? Mm-hmm. He came back with 25. Yeah, that was, for two. Yeah, it seems reasonable. Very reasonable. Mm. Yeah. But that was not yeah. my game. My mm. game, I was like, I don't really want to buy a bike, but I want to fuck with somebody. <laughs> God, you're one of the oh, times that feels like shit's on all the time. Hey, stop it all. But here's the deal I said it first thing. The yeah. fuck off offer. I said it first thing. So I just kept going by and smiling and nodding at him as I would ride by. <laughs> I see the bikes are still here. Big old uh-huh. lesbian's gonna beat the shit out of uh-huh. me. Gives him the, the throat slash, you know. Uh, I think he did sell them by the like the final day, but who I knows? Think he had he a couple left over though. When I was he had some, him, yeah. some, but I was just having fun, just playing the the negotiating mind games. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But How, I really, I did, really didn't want a bike. So John, how'd you like the swap meet whole thing? I almost swap bought Penton City, too. Huh? I, think, I think you should just Jeez. shadow Phil on a, on a typical work day. You might, have, you might give me oh, that man. edge, dude. You know, he's got yeah. skills. Yeah, I found a, I found a Penton that was, uh, was titled and tagged. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. And I was like, oh my god! And lights were on it. How much they want for it? Let's guess. Four, four grand. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Not not crazy. Not, not crazy. You considering? Yeah. 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 But I just I couldn't I couldn't do it. I can't yeah. do it. You know. Also because you got to add another seven eight or six seven hundred eight bucks on shipping. there for shipping. Yeah. 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 At least it was. But Hollister on a Penton would be a blast. Oh. Yeah. 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 Go to the vintage. Yeah. 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 Well, we were watching them race at Laguna a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So just great great time. Overall, I had fun just hanging out with all these people, mm. just meeting all the people. Mm. Um, shout out to, I'm, I'm wearing the shirt, Brian at Skidmark Garage. Yep. He was set up right next to me, hung out there with him a bit. Yeah. Speed just cult. Cool Guys people. Cool. Oh, dude, dude. It's one of my favorite bikes. We talked about it on the live podcast we did. Uh, there was a Honda Davidson. Yep. Yeah. Jim, it was a full Harley Davidson bagger. With a Honda CB750 motor in it, I said that's cool the most reliable that? Harley you'll ever <laughs> yeah, find. Yeah, right. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. There was cool bikes. Um, uh, I met that woman Bagel. You saw her. She had a Topper scooter. You know the Harley mm-hmm. scooter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. With a sidecar, it was her dad's, and she had it restored. Nice. Yeah. And she's riding cool. it, and it was like creamsicle orange. That was awesome. Yep. Um, I really like that. Just so many really cool bikes, cool people. Everyone up for conversations. Malcolm yeah. Smith's bike. Oh, yeah. oh my I, gosh! I, yeah. I'm I wrote, still dreaming about that. I touched it. I waited till after hours, and <laughs> and, and they let me in there and take a picture oh. standing on the pedestal with it. Oh, that's bike cool. molester! I did. I rubbed it. Did I you, rubbed did it. You grab the throttle. I did. did. I rubbed it. Yeah. <laughs> this is what legend? I didn't know what was going on. I heard a little woo on the outside. So <laughs> was Liza? Is it good? Molesting the bike. Uh, what a great time! So I think yeah. everyone who came out also had a great time. <laughs> Um, I tell you what, I set the tone when we touched down and we had breakfast and like Phil and I ordered a fucking Bloody Mary and yeah. it was so good. It was just like that the whole weekend. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Good people, good times, good bikes. And, you know, everyone there is approachable and, and conversational. Every yeah. single person. Yeah. I was yeah. having 
just conversations with people standing in line to get hot dogs, just everybody. Um, but even just the, like we said, seeing the kids running around, even at one point um, over past the pit bike racing, there was a, a, just a grassy hill and people were just riding up the hill and riding down the hill, riding up the hill, riding down, like <laughs> people just having fun. Well, and we saw the, the mosh pit too. Oh, Dude, yeah. Jim. Oh my. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh wait, hold on. Let oh, me tell my. you this. This was one of the okay. My my brain broke. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah. So we go over. I guess this we were was watching the barrel racing Saturday night. It, yeah. Like let's go see the barrel racing because because it was a in full the shit show evening at, at dusk. <laughs> it's oh, a full awesome. oh, yeah. shit show. Full yeah. shit show, yeah. right? Were they doing actual oh, starts? They were yes, doing they starts. Were. It oh, was wow. like. 30 across yeah. and you have the and you have the unicorn girls and golf carts. I mean it just yeah, it everything, right? Yeah. It was awesome. And you know what? Despite all of this, it was still a pretty wholesome event. Oh yeah. It's what's so great yeah. about it. Oh yeah. You got a dude so, helicoptering his dick down over there. <laughs> and you got like No. So check it out. So we're watching and they're starting. We're watching the hel- the, uh, the the unicorn the girls no do the whole <laughs> shot. And then as they're like they got everyone lined up and he Waves the flag on one side of the track. Some old couple in a golf cart took a shortcut across the track, oh. not realizing oh, at that yeah. moment yeah. that he just let loose oh. the oh, no. the beast. And they go ar- around one of the unicorn girls right in the front. And here's the they're looking at the back of a golf cart and they just surround it like an angry swarm. And you can see the people in the golf cart like, oh, oh. and I'm just laughing my ass because you saw it coming like, oh, no. I wish there was a drone shot of that. For oh, me. my that gosh. But then as we're watching this. Right across the barrel racing in the next campground over on the edge of the campground, I'm like, John, what what is that? Yeah. And it was a death metal band with a mosh pit playing. Good yeah. Lord. Were they yeah. Amish? Was it Amish death metal? No. No. <laughs> no, seriously. And I'm like, what? We need to go see this. Yeah. So we go down there, park the bikes, and we're walking up. And it's literally... You know, ah, no, you know, shouting into the mic, but a, oh, wow. the drums going and the bass, but they were good. They weren't just yeah, they making were noise. Yeah. They were really good. Yeah. And they had a full on mosh pit going on yeah. in the campground. And so we're just sitting there kind of on the side, like watching this band. And I'm like, they're actually pretty good. Mm. And then this, the, the, this dude who looked kind of like a caveman. Yep. On a mini bike in a full banana suit, yep. rode into mm. the mosh pit and started doing a burnout. <laughs> yeah. And at that yeah, moment, <laughs> my brain hit capacity. Yeah. And like there was a little pop. And I was like, like I yeah. turned to John. I'm like, uh, <laughs> like I'm done. Like I feel like I need to go back to the campground and sit down. Like I hit my capacity of how many levels of crazy I can. That's I can with, I can like understand. A, sounds like you need something to eat. Yeah. Or a stroke. Well, I yeah. suddenly wanted to go eat a night banana. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. did you did you feel the same way too? It was just like I usually don't eat night bananas. No, but the just the, the level like Yeah, but I, it was I was just like I'm I, I'm I couldn't done. go any further. I mean what else would yeah, you that had I'm done. after see. helicopter man and you know, uh, now yeah. now banana, you know. Was the was the mosh pit at dusk or dark? It was it was like, like dusky, right at the dusky dusk. dark. Yeah, dusk everything. is the apocalypse hour. Yeah, we got yeah. helicopter man. We got <laughs> raptor girls. We got death metal mosh pits. <laughs> oh my god! It's a wall of death. Dust, wall of and the, death. yeah, the wall of death. It was it, everything. What's cool about it too is about two two a.m. Everything just shuts down. 
I, yeah. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And here's yeah. the trick. I don't know if you notice this. Down in the party corner, that's blasting music can be heard everywhere. Their last song of the night, they play that, yeah, that. Wham. <laughs> yeah. And everyone. Oh, gonna and dance. That one, yeah. Everyone disappears. It's the sexy sax song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wee-dee. Guilty feet have got no pleasure. Yep. And everyone just walks away, and That's then it's great. silent. That's it. That's it. Until the two-stroke kids get up at 5.30 yeah. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> or is it, or how was the sleeping uh, quarters? It was dope. Oh, it was yeah, great. It was cool. Yeah. I Liza discovered... farts a little too no, much. No, it was you. You both um, make funny That's noises. a stinky, <laughs> that's anyway, a stinky trailer. <laughs> you know, you've been with Liza. We had cots, sleeping bags, and cots. That's cool. I did. I Windows were cracked open. It rained a little bit, but it was nice. Except for you, you got rained on literally. I did. I was next to the open window. I woke up wet. So it was a it was a car hauler trailer that was enclosed with windows. It was great. That's cool. Plenty of room. Phil hooked me up with a tent that was fit for a king. Yeah, I saw that thing. You lucky man. Yeah. Yeah, when we had Johnny cooking for us, and then Knock, in all of his wisdom. Mm, what did I do? You went on the way there, and you bought pickles. the biggest jar <laughs> I've ever yeah, seen. Did. Yo, pickles? son, we went to fucking Walmart. I got like a five, like three, get two gallon jug of like... Uh, Chichironis or fucking pork, pork rinds. Oh, pork rinds. Yeah, <laughs> that's America right there. And he just like, macked on those awesome. all weekend. Dude, I, I think he like survived I, on pork rinds. I felt rides. my blood pressure go up. Pork uh, rinds and Bedellos. Eating them. Yeah. What dude, beer do you drink out there, dude? There's uh, no we Mexican were, beer. It was dude. actually just a Miller Lights and like Miller Lights strawberries and all whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, that natty, natty one. <laughs> natty, right? the natty yeah. strawberry. It was just like a, a cadre of shit beer and occasionally good beer. Yeah, it really was. And dark, just chilling. Dark alcohol. There's lot, lots yeah. of dark liquors. I, I think Oscar made some painkillers, or I think it was John. So we had some tiki drinks. It was nice. It was. And they had people handing out it was cookies, excellent. too. Oh, yeah. Pot cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I only, now I'm worried about next year. Yeah. Because. How do we top that? You got to bring a fire extinguisher to the burnout contest. Sounds like <laughs> next year. Yeah. Flamethrower. I don't know. Well, and I was already talked to John. He's talking about bringing his wife next year. Mm-hmm. I and went, I, well, she's going to be your mark. Now I know. Now I know how to win the burnout contest. Naked chick burnout. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Liza, are you volunteering? No, no. John's wife. She's I, the mark. I will give you $500 if you can get my wife naked okay. doing a burnout. Oh. oh. Seriously. Oh. $500. Oh. oh, no. So just tell his wife you'll give her $500. I know. <laughs> I'll give you four fifty. <laughs> so, um, just an amazing time. Amazing time. Um, I want to get to some emails because we got some good stuff. And Bagel, this one is yes. for you. You remember Paul Kelly, who was there with his awesome daughter D? Yeah. Yes. He's got two questions. The first one is: Can you please do a video tour of Bagel's tool roll? Ooh. Ooh! Oh yeah! Yes, I think we could. I think we could. Yeah, we had a little tool like roll those. session, didn't we, Bagel? And you, you know, were your yeah. tools. we should probably yeah. do one with Jim too. I mean, there's a bunch of people who've created their tool rolls. John, you're you're a tool guy too. Mm-hmm. I just know I yeah, just me. travel with a tool guy, and I'm good. Yeah, um, I mean, that, I can I could do my tool roll, or I could do the whole tool setup that I carry with me on on my bike for long distance rides. Hell yeah! Yeah. Um. By the way, Dee was having the time of her she's life. Great. Uh, yeah. She's 17 years old, and like. Phil loaned them a scooter to use all weekend, and she was getting to go up and down the aisles. Um, but he he was looking for a bike to get uh, her, 
And I had said, you know what would be a great bike is like an XR100. Yeah. Yeah. Great bike for just beating up, having fun. And he said that um, he hasn't been able to find any XR100s or any XR125s. Um, he said, would an SSR uh, be a good option? Mm. Basically, yeah, the, the pit bikes. I don't, I don't know. Those are a little... Well, they can be a little... They could surprise you. Well, I just don't know how much you can beat it up and... and I think like you should get the Honda. Benelli, the, one well, over, the Grom copy. Well, well that's a plated bike. Right. Here's my question. Is, is he looking for a plated bike for her? Or, no. Or Actually, no. She's her? already getting into riding on the street. He wants a, a little dirt bike for her oh. to beat up and oh, have fun okay. on. I think that'd be perfect. The the SSR? Yeah. Mm. They're great little bikes. It's a thousand bucks. The brakes, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I guess you're out. right. I mean, um, it's, it's, it's peaky, but I mean, it's fun. Yeah, John, you wrote it. That thing had a lot of grunt I to it, so right? had so much fun in that thing. Oh, yeah. Well, and they've got the extended swing arm and, the, uh, and I think a pipe on there, too. So that thing Yeah, just, there's apparently a pro version with a that's what they got. swing arm and it's and a loud-ass pipe. It was funny. Uh, on that hill, when, 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 uh, when Pete was doing his thing, I, had, I just literally just picked it up, <clears throat> turned it around, yep. and went back up the hill. Yeah, it's yep. like so cool yep. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. And um, Bagel, if you can, I sent an email to you to read. If yep. you can get that prepared, um, I have one to read. Uh, then we got yours. Um, this one, um, this one is from Brett. He says, "Hey, misfits, I love I love the Vintage Days podcast. You could just tell from Phil's slightly hoarse voice how much fun he had been having. Rally voice, rally voice. I wish I could have been there one day." He says. How about you guys do an X-rated podcast reminiscing about all the things you saw and did? <laughs> uh, yeah. He says, I'm an old timer getting a 2003 GS500 ready for my daughter nice. when she gets her license in five years. Is that too early? <laughs> nope. Nice. I might play with it a little bit before then, though. I forgot what a lot of fun little bikes are. I know a lot about old Amel type carbs, but not much about CV carbs, and they're doing my head in. I've been through the bike and the carbs and everything is stock and seems good, but I've got two issues. Um, but the fact there is no physical link from the throttle to the slide is making it hard for me to figure out what's going on. So firstly, there is a notable snatchiness when I try to gently roll on and roll off the throttle. And secondly, when I am giving it the beans at full throttle, it almost seems to give a little bit of extra boost when I close the throttle a little. Is that normal? Any ideas? Greatly appreciated. Thanks so much, guys. Hope your summer is not too smoky. So to mm. me, and again, I, none of us are as good as Emma. She could probably identify it. But to me, that sounds like a vacuum leak. I think so. Could be. Because when you back off a little bit, it's kind of letting it catch up. Right? So... Well, it, it, or it is it just that it's running um, lean? Yeah, could be. It could be jetting. You know, where it's it's losing, it's running out of, of fuel at the very top end. Yeah, yeah. rolling off. Like, let's get back into the right mix. But uh, it's hard to say. I've had that, that on a do we have bike for my KZ four hundred had that problem, and I think it was the air screw, the uh, air mixture, air gas mm. mixture screw. That, that's really going to affect idle, though, isn't it? <clears throat> well, but he's saying idle. when he's rolling on, like I had to roll off to find the sweet spot because mm -hmm. too much gas, it couldn't handle it. It just didn't have mm -hmm. the flow. Maybe it's right. over. It's over gas. Maybe it needs a, a leaner jet or something up top or 
Confederate jet or however that works. I don't know. <laughs> well, so, and the other thing, the snatchiness, when you try and gently roll on the throttle, mm. to me that also seemed like it might be a vacuum leak because it's not con- yeah. re- consistent, you know? Right, and and typically you want to start at the lower RPM ranges and get those sorted out first, right? Don't I don't you? know. I don't uh, know. It's a, it's a I mean, CV carbs? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because if, if it's not running right at the lower RPM range, you, know, you could get all kinds of unpredictable behavior at the upper RPM range. You think range, you right? might have a torn boot? So a that's torn, uh, diaphragm. Yeah, that I, the torn diaphragm could be it, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's what I think what Cooper, Cooper is having today, his, yeah. in, with mm-hmm. his Ducati. Um, yeah, check the diaphragm and check your boots. So spray, get it running, spray starter fluid on the boots and see if you're getting a vacuum leak at all because it'll rev up yep. if it's uh, if that's happening. And if it is in the in the top, you, I mean, yeah, you need to pull off the top of the carb and really inspect. Um, I always, what's this word again? I always forget the diaphragm. Diaphragm. Yeah. And inspect it really well. And mm-hmm. uh, a little trick you can try is put some Vaseline jelly on it on the the top end because sometimes that'll help seal a tiny little crack hmm. temporarily and see if yeah. that makes a difference you know um and, yeah. it, and it helps seal if it's around the top if it's not sealing right it's it's a temporary thing yeah yeah some vaseline jelly it's not going to hurt anything um sure. so i would try that um bagel you have an email there yes, i do and this is an email from mike olson hey mike and the subject is formula for proper number of bikes. Mm. All right. Oh, here we go. So Mike writes, what's up, Misfits? Hey. Moto Mike 805 so- here from Arkansas. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Arkansas so I started listening to your podcast a few years back when I only had one bike, a 2009 Harley Sportster. Okay. After listening to your podcast, I learned the formula for the proper number of bikes, X plus one. Mm-hmm. Well, Fast forward a few years, and I now have four bikes. Good on you. I've added a 2004 Dyna Superglide, 2020 Honda Grom, and a 2013 Honda CBR 1000RR Fireblade oh. Repsol Edition. Wow. That's a good combination. That's the same one Mikey has, right? Mm-hmm. Three times, yeah. But he says, I'm having a problem with the formula. Uh-oh. I'm running out of room to put them. Mm. Yeah, I've got a small one car garage, I but I think I problem. can, but I think I can fit one more in there. But do you keep any bikes in the house? <laughs> I could, I could probably Jim, put a couple in my living room. Yeah, that's I'm, when you're on your way to a museum. I'm surprised Jim isn't doing that yet. Hey, if, if nobody's there to tell you no, do it. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, Just trying trying to get creative here is I already need another motorcycle to satisfy the formula. Mm-hmm. Thanks for your help. I've attached a few photos. Love the podcast. Going to have to ride over one Sunday. Yeah. Oh, did I say I was from Arkansas? <laughs> I'm in the abyss of San Luis. LOL. <laughs> I just wanted to hear it read in accent. As <laughs> Stay he, safe, Misfits. He gotcha. Go make 805. Hey, so here's the thing I discovered. So, you know, I used to have my uh, Harley Road King, which I really liked it. That bike was so comfortable. Mm. I could ride all day on that thing. But... I discovered I could fit two dirt bikes in the same space yeah. as one Road King. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and as you oh, know, like dirt bikes are a currency here, right? 
Totally. A little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. and also that, that Grom is so small. You could probably just like put that up on like a shelf or something in the garage and like park a bike underneath it or something. So um, there are a couple tricks. First of all, have you guys seen there are those, um, those wheelie things you can ride your bike up onto and it, then you can push it sideways and mm-hmm. park them yep. together tighter. Oh, like little yep. casters. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? I just saw yeah, that today. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, it's almost like uh, the, the wheel holder things, whatever, but then they mm-hmm. have four wheels on right. each yeah. one and they pivot like a, on a caster. Yeah, and it's exactly for that reason. So you can pull in and then slide the bikes yeah. over to one side and get them all yeah. tight. Not a bad idea. Yeah, um, you can get one with, it's, a, it's like a flat platform. It's a straight U-channel and then there's like four caster wheels on it yeah. and it's got a little pad Ooh. for the kickstand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just roll it up cool? and you can just rotate it 360 or whatever it is you need. Like a dolly, basically. It's be- right? Yeah, it's basically a motorcycle dolly. That's like a do-it-yourself yeah. version mm-hmm. though, huh? You could probably make one yourself, yeah, yeah if you're handy yeah. with that. Uh, the other thing is uh, Costco tents. Mm, yeah. They yeah. do a great job. That too. Um, or even some of us store bikes in a plastic shed. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to need for? I have, a met, I have a metal shed. Oh, it's a metal shed. Okay, sorry. Yeah. An old metal shed, like an old Sears metal That's shed. It's like one bike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or or there are even those, there's like fold-up motorcycle garages. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what they're called. Yeah. That's another option too. So uh, just put it in your living room, man, and be all yeah, right. Yeah, live be the coolest dude in town. Put a wrap in just, there somewhere. Yeah, make sure it doesn't leak, or put a pan underneath it, yeah, whichever, exactly. the, whichever works. The other trick is if you have a buddy, you want to go half and half on with. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, that was one of the early yeah. concepts of the awesome. garage. Of yeah. I'd rather own one tenth of ten bikes than just one bike. And if you get a bunch of people who want to go in on it, that everyone kind of shares, and yeah. you you know just be a, a a shareholder in this bike, um, which, by the way, I think you need a um, a dirt bike in there, a little, yeah. little dual sport. Yeah. Maybe maybe a scooter too. You know, maybe like a scooter. Hey, I'm holding strong and saying that that buddy scooter was so much fun in the dirt. You should get one, Liza. <laughs> you really should. Well, they're, you still you don't have bikes. your lead anymore, huh? You sold that thing a while ago. No, no, I have a scooter. You still yeah, have it? Yeah. Everybody's the red, seen the red elite. Yeah, it's you, out there. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm tripping. I'm sorry. I yeah. did. No, it was a lot of fun. Um, so th- there are ways, but the biggest thing is sell the big bike and buy two small bikes. I think that's the yeah. best advice. Mm-hmm. When you say, Jim. And, and, and get a dual sport. Dual sports are like, I don't know why everybody chill. doesn't have a dual sport. I know. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, and also, if you are going to park a bike in the house, I would strongly rec- recommend draining the fuel tank first and make sure that it is devoid of all fuel because you really don't want cast fumes inside the house. <laughs> oh, you're no fun, just, Bagel. Just a pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> no fun. All right, we have time for one more, and this one is a good one. All right, this is from yeah. Josh from Lebanon, Pennsylvania. I remember Josh coming in later mm-hmm. later in the weekend. Yeah, he uh, helped us pack up the camp. Yep, Josh. Charlie. Super chill. Yeah, 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 that's right. So he says, hello, Misfits, Cleveland Moto, and NoCo Moto. Rather than write separate emails, I decided to send a big thank you to you all. Nice. I haven't nice. heard of AMA Vintage Days until having it discussed on various podcasts, and I was in the minority for a change on my Harley Electroglide. Which he rode all the way through all the gravel yeah. to oh, our nice. campsite. Yep. Yep. The man yep, did yep. it. He did it. Indeed. This was a great event with so much cool stuff to see and do. It's the craziest <laughs> event I've ever attended. Bikes and riders of all types and ages riding like it was the end of the world. <laughs> These things, things best left unsaid so they continue in the years to come. 
It was great to attend a live podcast and all of you are so welcoming in the campground. Great to hang out with all of you, hear stories, watch an epic burnout <laughs> and take a spin on a tiny SSR was so much fun. <laughs> I first heard Liza speaking, recognized her voice. That happened a number of times. Yeah. Everybody knows yeah. Liza's voice before anybody, before anything else. After introducing myself to her and knock, there was no hesitation about being invited back to the campgrounds. Saturday night, I met the rest of the crew, Phil and the Cleveland uh, guys and Nokomoto, found out Bagel's family hails from Anvil, Pennsylvania, which is 10 minutes down the road for me, and he used to live about an hour from where I live. Such a small world at times. Indeed. Liza, I was mistaken about my father's bike. I asked my parents, and my dad didn't remember right away, but my mom did. He had a Kawasaki KZ750. That's what I said. She remembered because she put new pipes ordered on it from J.C. Whitney. My dad mm-hmm. thinks it was a 79, and my mom thinks believes it was purple. <laughs> I wish I could have inherited that bike. Mm-hmm. Because of you, I had such a great weekend. Joined the AMA and visited the, their museum on Monday before heading home. Nice. My Good plan was to attend Sweet. next year's and take my vacation so I could camp rather than end up in a hotel like I did this time. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I wasn't there the entire time and to get a hold of a light bike to beat to hell. If I could swing it next year... Would you mind if I set up camp nearby? No nope. problem with me. Nope, nope, do it. Yeah. Lastly, Miss Emma, I hope you're able to make it next year. It'd be awesome to meet you and hear that sexy accent in person. Best regards, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, darling. Yes, oh, darling. <laughs> Josh Give was a the cool beans. Guy. Was like, I've been too busy fixing a Vincent Black shadow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my word. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was the people like like Josh yeah. and Paul and and there were so many of yeah. them that just made us feel like we had a huge family there too. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we had a huge family with Nokomoto, Cleveland Moto guys, and then all these other people. It just felt like it was it, amazing. Yeah. It, yeah. Just watch them come in and sit down and be part of the crowd and hang out and have a beer. And then, then more people would come after that. It was mm-hmm. great. Moral of the story is more people should listen to podcasts, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> more people should go to mid Ohio. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Indeed. So, you know, big thanks again to the AMA. Yep. For putting on such a great event for look Yes. Turning a blind eye to all the and, and, other things. And pulling it off by the seat of their pants with like oh, yeah. less than two months. That was amazing. That was Oh yeah. And I even shit. I was um at one point John and I just <laughs> we were trying to help out the on any Sunday uh team uh to put out the word awesome. because no one knew where or when it was playing. Mm. It was like mm-hmm. Friday night at dusk. So <laughs> they made up flyers, and I and I went out to find a a printing a printer, which I found in the race tower. And Paul, no Steve, mm-hmm. Steve who manages the track. Um, he, I was just chatting with him, and he he gladly helped us. He didn't ask us who are we, what are we doing there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, we need 50 flyers printed. He's like, okay. And he helped us. And I was just chatting with him. I'm like, I'm just curious um, as uh, you know, mid-Ohio, not AMA, mid-Ohio, what do you think about all this, this lawlessness? And he goes, oh, we love it. This is a great event. <laughs> I was like, wow. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Are, uh, <clears throat> so uh, The free people of Ohio know what's going on. Yeah. You know what's good. Big thanks to the Cleveland Moto crew. Yeah, and I want to shout out uh, Johnny Mack. And, mm-hmm. uh, and sleepy again, yeah, dude. Um, and, and Oscar, and Oscar, yeah. yeah. Those guys were just so welcoming, and and John, you know, Johnny Mac cooked. A he lot. fed us. We ate like yeah. raccoons. Yeah. <laughs> it, was great. It, was, uh, it was great to be with them. So thank you guys. Yeah, I smoked yeah. so many cigarettes, dog. It sucked, but it was awesome. <laughs> Thanks to uh, uh, the Nokomoto guys 
for keeping us Swiggy entertained. Swiggy Meta GP for <laughs> yeah. keep, keeping <laughs> us entertained. Uh, thanks to the uh, Louis Van guys down in the party corner oh, yeah, 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 for yeah. just making it even more yeah, fun. Yep. Um, great event. Loved it. Um, but most of all, thank you to all of our listeners. Oh, yeah. And for helping to make it a great event for us yeah, and to our that, Patreon yeah. subscribers. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, yep. Uh, yeah, I, I, we did a little bit of a little video. I'm going to be sharing that soon. Um, I, just a great event. It I think that's make it. it burn out? So I've got video. Not. I already posted not. a short clip of the naked burnout. I'm keeping out <laughs> certain <laughs> things, certain, <parts>. certain <laughs> things. But I, I can't Probably prevent John from posting see. his version. Oh, I'm putting it up. <laughs> Pete, you're going to be famous, brother. Uh, yeah. Um, well, uh, <laughs> the authorities will have other identifying marks that you could uh, use. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. I and yeah, what a great time! And thanks to Emma for uh, running the garage yep. while we were gone, and for hosting a great event that we went to today—the grand opening of Moto Town. Mm-hmm. Yes. Congratulations! Um, awesome. But I think and thank Emma for saving my bacon on the iron. But I know. So there you go. I think we got all the thanks out. So um, I guess I like how she's always involved in anything oh. that we do motorcycling. Yes. It's it's awesome. I know. I know. <laughs> well, you know, at one point when I was just riding a scooter by, uh, I, I think over near the dirt area, mm-hmm. somebody went, "Go get it, Emma," to me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, close. Enough. They knew I was one of them. They just didn't know which one. They close chose their enough. favorite. I know. So there you have it. So um, plan on going to AMA Vintage Days next year. Join the AMA. Yes. This is their big fundraiser. They do a lot of great things for us. And uh, if you're in South Dakota, stop at the Chalet Inn in Custer. It's the best place. It is. It's got the coolest rock shop right across the street. (laughs) Swear to God, I never thought I'd say that in my life. And then finally, uh, wear your mask. Yes. 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 Please. It's the return, bro. It it's is the a return variant. of the mask. Mm-hmm. And get yeah, vaccinated, please. I'm s- yes. Yeah, that's all I'll say. So I guess I guess that's it. You can. You guys, now I'm like, I'm just here for four weeks until I leave for uh, Pakistan. But boy, that was two two weekends in a row at Laguna Seca. And then this mid-Ohio, I'm just like... Mm-hmm. Do we slam at the motorcycle? Summertime. It's summertime. Motorbikes, motorbikes, motorbikes. (laughs) (laughs) Get it while you can. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This is Liza. Stuffy John. I'm a stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm with stupid. (laughs) Bagel. And we are out of here. A little. Cool, cool. Bye.